Blog Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. How for us to start winning is now, now, now. At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this ball. you got to run the ball. Barking off the left side. Here he goes. Stop the run, you run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. Early, early. And you got to pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon, Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. 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 Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants. Say Quan Barkley, aka the Golden Child. <laughs> the do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like I'm asking you for real. Really? Not his name, but do you know who he is? J Rock. J Rock. J Rock. You saying we going 16 or huh? 16 or no, bro? How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You. You know who just judged the Messiah? Obi and the one and only Shakes Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana. What's good, my peoples, my friends, <clears throat> my family? Uh, debate Wednesday is going on. It's obviously not Black Friday. Obviously not Shake Montana. It's not Joe in the box. Uh, we out here doing a little bit, helping the brother out, doing our thing. Um, I am just going to get this thing rolling, get this thing started for the gentlemen. Get up in here, get your debate Wednesday. I know they're going to talk about a lot about the quarterback position. They're definitely going to talk a lot about um, all kinds of things. So, real quickly, uh, there is a very specific topic I want to get off top since we talked to New York Giants uh, and the good stuff that is the New York Giants. Uh, so, here we go. Uh <clears throat> rookie, wide, rookie wide receiver Canarius Tony was placed on the, on the deserved COVID-19 list earlier in the week. However, on Wednesday, wide receiver John Rosh 
uh, John Ross, uh, the uh, <clears throat> uh, edge defender Ozing, O'Shane Zimenez, uh, linebacker Cam Brown, and cornerback Aaron Robinson all tested positive on place on the reserve list. Safety Xavier McKinney was placed on the list as a high-risk, high close contact, so not a positive for Xavier McKinney. He has a close contact. And as that, as a close contact, uh, if McKinney continues to test negative, he will be able to return to the Giants facility uh, on Saturday and would be able to play on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys in MetLife Stadium. So Xavier McKinney just needs a few more uh, negatives, uh, being that he was a close contact, uh, that he should be good to go. Uh, the Giants also had a long list of players miss Wednesday's walkthrough practice. It's unclear uh, which of those are injury-related and which are considered close contacts of players who tested positive. Uh, dozens of players and coaches across the league, as we know, have been uh, severely impacted, not just the Giants, if you're looking across the league. Uh, Browns, Bears, Falcons, Lions, Rams, and Vikings, and the Washington football team. All teams in uh, <clears throat> enhanced COVID protocols across the NFL. Um, of course, the Giants not, have not yet announced if they will begin enhanced protocols. So, look, if the Giants aren't enhanced protocols, they just have a bunch of tests. So, uh, we'll see what's, what's pop-locking and dropping with them um, in the uh, weeks to come or in the days to come, so to speak, uh, in those COVID tests, especially with the player like Xavier McKinney, who is just a COVID uh, close contact, not an actual positive test. He continues to bring up negatives. We'll see again with Omicron uh, making his way through the NFL um, as rapidly as possible. We're seeing a lot of these men uh, asymptomatic as well as vaccinated and some even have boosters so and it's even some of them have had already the vaccine some of them already contracted COVID-19 before so uh, we're gonna take a closer look at these um, COVID tests in the days to come to see how much impacts and then of course in the coming weeks because if this happens uh, we will definitely definitely be uh, it'll be intriguing to see how the NFL handles it um, actually what I will do now is I will go to um, the great state of Twitter, and we will look for. Sorry, give me a second here. Let's see. <laughs> 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 so we got some. Uh, let's see here. Uh, nobody's online yet. So we just go and talk about uh, pretty much the giant stuff. I'm trying to bring up some other. Uh, bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just getting on home here. I am bringing up some Giants news and things again. The, the COVID test and the COVID things um, is, uh, is, 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 <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to have to deal with that as a society as a world and especially as a football fandom uh, we're going to have to deal with all these things and COVID and how they're going to make the, the protocols look now as as uh, <laughs> this is just bad um, yeah uh, COVID-19 is going to be in our lives for the foreseeable future as it pertains to the football league and how they handle it uh, the crazy thing about this is I believe the percentage is somewhere in the in the vicinity of 94 to 96% of all NFL players, staff, and whatever 
have you coaches and staffs and all that people have been vaccinated. It's a very small percentage that haven't. Um, and then we're moving on to the booster stage uh, and we're seeing how, you know, that, that can, that can take effect in, in, in other states as well. And not just in uh, the state of the NFL, but uh, in our everyday lives and, and how everything moves forward. So um, COVID-19 is here to stay as, as it seems uh, with the Omicron uh, strain that's going on. Uh, it seems to be something that is uh, a bit more catchable with a lot of the asymptomatic things going around, especially in the NFL. So uh, we're just going to have to monitor that, uh, especially when it comes to uh, teams in the playoffs, um, highlight players and things of that nature um, moving forward into January and February. But as we speak now, uh, the state of the NFL is, is in quite a disarray uh, with how many uh, positive tests, people who will be out this Sunday, people who possibly will be out Sunday or Saturday, um, people who are out already for Thursday. Uh, it's going to be an interesting, interesting week uh, and couple weeks to end the season. Shakes Montana, you with me, sir? All right, we'll wait till he gets his audio correct uh, and 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 right with us. Um, as I proceed, well, did you call to give me some more? Uh, I know I was seeing if you were with me. Um, if you were bit, if you were getting your audio right, how you doing? How you been? Bless up. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm getting everything together now. Shit, but everything all right. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and bullshit with the people till you get your audio right and get your screen pulled up. And since we're waiting for Black Freezy on this great debate Wednesday, we'll have you start the day off with the fantasy news and updates. It feels like a Tuesday, but it's definitely not. It's the debate Wednesday. So uh, uh, whenever you're ready, to go ahead and interrupt me. I'm just going to be talking some more Giants news and updates. Uh, considering this is the debate Wednesday, we will be talking about uh, a lot of Giants stuff, uh, uh, definitely talking about uh, – uh, quarterbacks and defense, and, and because we did, there was a good discussion uh, in in, a, in one of the after and the recorded sessions about you know defense and, and how the Giants might should go back to three four or go back to four three. Uh, don't like the hybrid, so that that might be a debate. So we'll get a lot into a lot of that as we speak. Again, as I started off, uh, six Giants added to the reserve COVID nineteen list. Uh, for everyone that's just bringing it in right now, um, this is going to be uh, a roundabout, but I'm going to give it all uh, a thing as we'll see here. On Monday, this is where it goes. 37 players landed on the COVID-19 list on Monday, um, and then a followed by 29 more today on Wednesday. Uh, so the yesterday's – yep, perfect. Uh, yeah, so 37 Monday. 29 today. This is a league-wide thing. This isn't definitely just a New York or a few things. Um, of course, look at um, seven teams are currently operating under under advanced uh, or enhanced COVID protocols. And again, that's the Los Angeles Rams. How is that going to affect the Cardinals moving forward? They just had a big game on Monday night. Uh, 13 players were placed on the COVID list in Cleveland, which hosted Las Vegas, uh, which hosts Las Vegas Saturday. So you know, they're missing Mayfield, they're missing Stefanski. And then, of course, here we go. Five Giants players tested positive since Monday. That would be wide receiver Kadarius Toney, wide receiver John Ross, linebackers Cam Brown and O.J. Jimenez, cornerback defensive back Aaron Robinson. And then, of course, Xavier McKinney being a close contact COVID list. He spits out a couple more negatives. He's back on the team by Saturday. He can go Sunday. 
Um, all these guys is a 10 days right now, um, I believe, with the, um, uh, what you would call it. Uh, I think you got to get the two negative tests within 24 hours or it's 10 days. I'm not the exact, I don't know the exact ruling on that. Um, and then, of course, Joe Judge would not disclose which players were vaccinated or unvaccinated and uh, and who tested positive after receiving a vaccination can return to the team after two consecutive te- negative tests at least 24 hours apart. So they're just going to keep testing these guys, testing these guys, testing these guys. They get two within, you know, uh, at, at least 24 hours, they'll be good to go. Uh, as a close contact, McKinney continues to take negative. Like I just said, he'll be a good to go on uh, on Sunday against Dallas. Um, and, again, all players that are out and they're in the COVID protocol, just like they have been last year, just like they have been all year long, they're on computers, they're in Zoom meetings, they are with the team as much as they can possibly be. But we know how much that hurts not being able to be there, not being able to do that. Not only with the COVID-19, we, um, we also see injuries such as quarterback Daniel Jones. He will miss his third consecutive game Sunday because of the neck injury uh, suffered against Philadelphia on November 28th. Um, again, he was examined on Monday. Uh, also, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Leonard Williams is out. Um, wait, 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 wait. Let's see here. I'm going to get these injuries right up for you. Uh, those listed as did not participate uh, would be running back Saquon Barkley, ankle cornerback Adoree Jackson, quad kicker Graham Gano, an illness, defensive lineman Austin Johnson, and offensive lineman Brad or Ben Bredesen. Uh, players who participated on a limited basis were a tackle, uh, Andrew Thomas, Ankle, and Jones and Williams. I don't know who Jones and Williams are without first and last names, uh, but I'm assuming that would be Leonard Williams. I don't know who the Jones is off the top of my head, and I'm sorry about that. That's going to be – I'm getting it for you guys. Sorry, I'm reading. Let's see here. Defensive lineman – Leonard Williams has a chance to retain his distinction of never missing a game due to injury. Williams left the game, of course, we know with the Chargers in the first half. He's been diagnosed as a tricep injury after initial concern the injury was uh, after initial concern it was serious. Williams was on the field for the team's two walkthroughs today. So no real hitting, but the walkthroughs today he did get in on and then boom 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 boom. That should be about all that covers that. Um, and then, of course, uh, like you all know, with Jones getting uh, the, uh, the the sit down this week, Mike Glennon will get the start, him being cleared from, I believe it was concussion protocol. Um, we'll start for the first time uh, in front of a Giants home crowd, Will Glennon. Uh, Judge did not rule out the possibility of Jake Fromm making his NFL debut against the Cowboys. Uh, so looking at whoever – Joe just wants to play. Uh, that's an interesting one. That might be a debate who should actually get the start on Sunday. I know who some people would like to see. Um, but, yeah, that is pretty much the gist of the news break today for your Giants news and updates as it pertains to injuries, updates, and on the field, off the field, and, of course, the COVID-19 running rapid through the entire NFL. We are going to have to check in uh, with that in the next few days, especially Saturday uh, especially or Saturday, especially with these NFL fantasy playoffs coming up. Um, we're going to have to see um, who's going to be missing some time, who's going to be back. Um, 
especially makes for a, a very interesting end of the season with 13 teams and a, a vying, vying for a playoff spot in each division. Uh, it's going to be fun, 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 fun for anyone else uh, trying to, uh, you know, get their uh, get their fix on uh, NFL 66, so to speak. Um, right around. Uh, he's gone. He ain't gonna be here till about eight something. Oh, okay. Sounds to Black Freeze. What what's going on? What you talking about? Man, I'm just running through news and shit, and I was waiting for you to get your get your uh, screen right so you can give us these fantasy news and updates. That way, we get those done. By the time that's done, Freezy should be walking through the door, and it's debate Wednesday, and who should be starting that quarterback from or Glennon on Sunday. Does that, does that feel good to you or no? I'm good. Sounding good. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think we do have – I want to – you know, I'm a little prepared sometimes, so I try to be right. That is, that is. Um, he did come on uh, yesterday for a little bit. Uh, we'll get him today. Uh, shakes, right before you go ahead and give us this shakes and news update, let's hear from Lou uh, and what he thinks about Sunday's matchup. Uh, no, you could you do your thing, boss. Um, Lou, you were live with us. Um, you are you are the resident Dallas fan. Is that correct? That's correct. All righty. Big weekend, Giants, Dallas, COVID running through the Giants facility. As an off-the-field fan issue, does that worry you with your team and COVID issues moving forward, one? And two, um, does that just make this game a whole lot easier with all the injuries as it pertains to uh, easier you know, no. it Jones never, being never out and Saquon not practicing? It never makes anything easier, even though that you know, – you know that one team is more with the uh, injuries and COVID factor, with them, but it doesn't make it doesn't make the game any easier at all. And it it is concerning because there's been a rash, you know, of the um, COVID running through. But even though some are vaccinated, so this is this this caused a concern for me. I don't know how they're going to handle this, you know, within the weeks to come. I just want to see them get through the season without having to cancel any games. Uh, I know the NFL is trying to, you know, come up with a plan to how to. Uh, how to re- how to reduce that, but um, it's it's still concerning, uh, you know. Regardless, is it being any easier on the X's and O's no. of the game? Um, sorry, go ahead. As regards to it being any easier, no, it doesn't make it any easier at all on either side. What do you expect? From this Dallas offense, it hasn't been clicking. We got a little bit into it yesterday before you got out of here. And uh, do you feel extremely confident that Dak Prescott can go in there against this Giants defense and put up 30, 40 points and look good while doing it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Giants are the Giants are a sham right now, and it's and they're just getting worse. Uh, Dallas and uh, Prescott, they're they're clicking together. They got control of their own destiny right now, so absolutely, I think they're capable of putting up at least thirty points in the game against the Giants. The Giants are a mess, and they're going nowhere. And you know, with uh, considering of what um, uh, they said about Barkley, I mean, that makes it even less confident for the Giants. 
Yes, and uh, <clears throat> I think you're alluding to the fact that Barkley was out again today uh, from practice with a ankle injury. Um, it does bring up some questions. Uh, and look, man, does it make it easier for the Dallas Cowboys? Absolutely, I think it does. This is a team in the New York Giants who need everyone they have, all hands on deck at all times, and it hasn't been that way for them for the majority of the season. And it just compounded and got worse with COVID because they're not even real injuries. Technically, they're healthy as it pertains to, you know, bones or <laughs> ligaments or muscles. They are fine. Um, as I think most of them are asymptomatic, if not all of them. And if, I, if I'm not mistaken from what I'm read, all the Giants players are asymptomatic too, um, and they all are um, vaccinated. Um, again, look, if this is something I mentioned earlier, it's 90, in the realm of 95, 94 to 96%, 97% staff, coaching, players vaccinated in the NFL. So, again, it would be – it would be very interesting to see if most of these players are unvaccinated because if they are not, that proves a lot. However, I believe that most of them are vaccinated and it's going to be, excuse me, sorry. It's going to be an issue moving forward. But like I said, Giants need everyone on deck. They're not being able to do that. And McKinney uh, had some flashes in a few games. He's kind of, you know, falling back a little bit. He gets healthy. He may be a help there. Um, but, look, you get a Dory Jackson back. If you can get a Dory Jackson back, if you can get Saquon back, if you can get the guys uh, who were not there, if Leonard Williams, for whatever reason, uh, is able to go. I mean, look, you just need everything you can if you're a Giants fan. Everybody running on all cylinders and going uh, for this game. Uh, defensively, uh, Jake Fromm or Mike Glennon, as a Cowboys fan, uh, neither of these names really jump off the page. We're not going to sit here and, 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 you know, boost anyone's ego. But would you be more uh, prevalent, say, to face a Mike Glennon than maybe an unbeknownst to the world, really, Jake Fromm? He's had a few tries but not really much. Uh, would that be something that would really concern you if they maybe gave Jake Fromm the start, knowing what we know already of Mike Glennon? I think I would take Glenn over from though, to be honest. I think it's better than the position, so uh, I would I would I would prefer Glennon. Exactly. I think that's I think that's the overall consensus for most Cowboys fans. They would like to face Glennon again. Neither of these guys. I'm not going to sit here and eagle boost from like he's a world beater or anything like that. We haven't seen that yet, but. Uh, I would like to see uh, what would Jake Fromm could do because we just know, you never know. And a guy needs a chance, and we'll see what happens. But, yeah, Glennon with the start, it's going to be hard-pressed for me to say that this Giants offense can really do much or anything. Uh, Shakes, uh, if you are with us um, offensively, defensively for the Cowboys, and we will get to the Giants here in just a moment unless you're ready to get these fantasy updates going. Uh, what do you think about these Cowboys? Uh, I honestly think the offense may not get clinking. Uh, Lou, Cowboys fan, obviously feeling they will go. Um, but that defense, does that worry you in Dallas at all? Talking to me, bro. Do Dallas defense worry me? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, sorry, I was in and out. My bad. Pause. <laughs> but, um... Not you good, bro. Uh... 
I mean, they don't scare me, but they are playing good. Um, this defense is coming around, and um, it's kind of like at the right time for them, too, because this is it's playoff time. So your defense has to step up around this time. Um, and, of course, you have to have a run game to go far to the playoffs. But um, as far as being afraid of them, no. McCaw Parsons is playing at a all-time high right now. Uh, rookie Defensive rookie of the year, candidate, shit, Probably even a fucking defensive player of the year candidate. Um, that's how good of a season that he's having. Uh, so, again, I'm not afraid of their defense, but they're they playing great ball right now. And so, I guess I'm not afraid because I don't even care if we win or not. I want them to keep that draft pick up. We ain't got no chance anyway, so... Doesn't matter. Lose the damn game. Don't don't try and win down. (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, it's that time of year. It's going to be that way for some teams. The thing is, just just go for the Bears to lose. You can still get a good one pick. You have another good pick with yours, even if you win one or two more. I understand, though. Let's get a high pick on both of them. That makes more sense. I'm with you. The New York Giants shakes. Um, and then right after this, if you want to, we can get into your uh, fantasy updates if you're ready. Uh, but the New York Giants, uh, the COVID stuff, um, Jones out, Judge not really giving a definitive answer who the quarterback will be going into Sunday. Um, the other injuries outside of COVID, how are you feeling? Um, again, I just heard you say you don't want them to win. Um but what if they go out there yeah. and they're trying? Um, what would you expect to see is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I always expect players to play regardless. They got their families to feed. They got their careers to um, keep their reputation up. So I don't never – expect uh, the players not to play well or try to boost up their money in any way. But lose the game. <laughs> lose the game like y'all been doing all season long. When y'all was trying, y'all couldn't win. So don't even try now. Just go ahead and lose. But I do want to see some of these guys um, – that we evaluating for next year to take a step up and show that look I'm a player or or this injury I'm I'm starting to heal up or it's not in my head anymore as you know a la Saquon Barkley so I do want to see um, performance good performance by the players I just don't want them to win and um, I don't think we even have a shot going with our backup quarterbacks. What I do want to uh, see, though, is I want to see Jake Fromm out there because, what, like, why not? Like, why not? I mean, Glennon, long that Glennon ain't fucking throwing for 300, 400 yards, and we sitting there like, oh, no, you can't see him. Looking like some shit out there. So we might as well see what else we got. 
I mean, what 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 harm could come from it that we already not dealing with right now? So let the boy go. Let him play. Let's see what we got in this kid. That's my only thing. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <clears throat> Look, <clears throat> Lou, you yes. sir. Um, this game will mean a lot to the Cowboys um, as it pertains to seeding, moving forward, especially if Green Bay, Arizona, Tampa Bay's got an easy schedule. But especially if those two stumble a couple times, Cowboys could sneak into the number two seed. Again, number one is probably out of reach because of the Tampa Bay's thing. But Cowboys moving forward, do you want them to face a L.A. Rams-style team in the first round? Well, that's what we're looking at if they stay pat at four. I think they're at four, right? Um, or they may be at three. Uh, I think they're at three. Let me, let me see here. Yeah, they're going to be at four uh, in the division leaders. So uh, if they can sneak their way up to two, they may get, you know, a Carolina or somebody like that. Um, Does this team need to play the right teams in the playoffs, or is this team complete and they just need to make the run? I think they just need to make the run. They're a complete team. They're a different team than they were last year. So, yeah, I think that, you know, I had to take with them. Like, you know, the complete uh, team. Hey, look, I have to, I have to kind of agree with you and kind of disagree with you at the same time. It's going to be hypocritical a little bit. Uh, but, look, I think can they make a run? Yes. Uh, I think this is a team yeah. that if they can get hot at the right time, they're, they're, there's undoubtedly something about it. But uh, it, it's going to have to take, I think, a little bit of the right team uh, that they play. I think they start that first game off against L.A., uh, even though it may be in Dallas. I think that's something you don't want. Um, if that first game is someone like a Carolina uh, being in the seventh seed um, and they're up in that second seed, I think that's the, 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 the mission way to go, and we'll see how that goes. But, again, that's a long way to go, and you need a couple more teams uh, to slip out some losses before we move forward uh, with that conversation. As um, – As we talk about health, um, Tony Pollard missing last week, Dak not really looking 100% throughout most of um, the last few weeks. Um, You say you don't have any issues uh, with the Dallas offense. Um, Can this Dallas offense start slow and pick it up uh, throughout the game, Uh, Lou? It's certainly what they've been doing the whole year. So, yeah, they'll start off slow, but they'll come out and – and show us strong there in the end. That's how they. That's how uh, they win games. So yeah, they might start a little slow, but they'll they'll take care of it. But I don't think they'll even start slow up against the Giants. I mean, you know, they know them pretty well, and the Giants are like a you know a dumping ground this year. So I don't think they have much trouble at all. Again, look, this is this is the team in the game for the Dallas Cowboys to show that they may be legit contenders. If if, if this is a game where it's close to the end, I, I will. I'm going to treat this game as a college football game. Um, the ending score matters uh-huh. to me. I know usually we look at NFL teams and we go, look, you just win the game. All you got to do is win the game. 
If Dallas goes out there and they put out another performance, it's pathetic on offense, and they barely win this game because of a turnover or something like that, I am going to look differently at Dallas, even though they have an on-paper legit team. Uh, Moving on real quick. Sorry, Luke. Uh, LRP, sir, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, Debate Wednesdays here. We're talking about this Dallas and Giants game. Uh, We did cover the COVID-19 running rapping through all of the NFL, including the Giants. Giants, however, not following the suit of seven other teams and going into enhanced protocols. Uh, Anything you want to talk about the COVID injuries or any other injuries, players who didn't play uh, for the Giants and this game moving forward? In peace, sir. Peace, peace. What's going on? Oh, you know, trying to make it. It's trying to trying to eat these wings. Trying to eat these wings. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Um, I ain't got nothing about this as far as the injuries. Same old as before, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the Giants have been littered with injuries all year, so that ain't nothing new. Um, as far as I picked up on the tail end of what you guys were saying about actual game and if it's close and, you know, all that. I will say, even though the Giants think this game and may – and then some, right, you know, this game may – it's one of those NFC East games, man, and you really never can tell um, regardless of, like, the team, you know, talent and otherwise. I don't know what it is. Uh, divisional game, you know, as we all know. Uh, so there's always some kind of different kind of je ne sais quoi, if you will, that is brought to the table when it comes to these kind of games. And like I say, even though the Giants think, I'm not saying win or lose. I'm not talking about that today. I'm not talking about that right now. However, mm-hmm. it, it, we never know. We never know. Cowboys could start off slow, piggybacking on the conversation that you guys had yesterday about that. You know, Dak has been mm-hmm. up and down. That's that's been his mo. I mean, I think he's talented, um, but his trajectory or his career has been up and down. You know, he has some games where he plays like style, like he said, and he has some games where he plays terrible, like J. Rock said. So, it's we'll see. That's why I say I say yes. We'll see. I'm, I don't know what it is. Maybe the analytical side of me has been, been like somebody punched me while I was asleep, and that analytical ghost is wandering around at the party, at the club, or whatever, but he ain't in me right now, folks. So I got I got nothing this week. It's torn to shreds. But I'm still here, and I'm entertaining. So. And that's why we love you, LRP. Look at this, man. I'm just saying <clears> – <throat> What I said was I understand that the beginning of the game might be close, but if Dallas wants to separate themselves from the uh, pretender, contender, playoff, Super Bowl group that is in both NFC and AFC conferences, they have to win this game big, whether it be at the end of the game or from the very get-go. If this game is close, even if it is the NFC East division rival game, which I I 100% agree that it could start off ugly for Dallas. And, and hold on, once I got a cop. And it could start off ugly for Dallas. And, and you know, a couple few things go right. 
you know, somebody breaks breaks a tackle and it's a touchdown here, a field goal there, it's an early 10 nothing lead because Dallas can't get, you know, right for whatever reason like they haven't been for the last few weeks. Um, if they don't crawl out of that hole, win by 10-plus, you know, two touchdowns, they are a pretender to me because as much as we say, you know, anything can happen and, and it is any given Sunday, and, and, and that is believable, especially this year, the better teams are winning these games. Now, they may start off slow. They may end up, you know, keeping it close. But the 100% better teams are winning these games 90 to 95% of the time. We still have the any given Sunday rule. That's why it's 90 to 95%. But the teams that we presumably would put into a Super Bowl conversation may start slow in this game because it is a division rival. It's someone you have played for many, many times since Dak has been in the league, Zeke's been in the league, that offense, they've all been in the league and playing against this Giants team for as long as they have. It is the way it goes with division rivals. But if you're real Dallas and you really think that you want to have a shot at winning that Lombardi trophy, this game needs to be a double-digit victory from the get-go. Or, like I said, shortly after that. But, again, I'm just grading that off of that college eye where, you know, you see a team go up against somebody they should beat by two or three touchdowns and they squeak out a field goal victory. If that happens to Dallas, they're a pretender to me. But anyways. No, I agree. I agree. My bad. I was just going to chime in right there because while you were talking, I was going to say, no, not true. That's not true. We haven't been blown out. And the games that we have lost, they've been kind of close. That's what I was going to say. But I say, you know what? Let me look at this shit first <laughs> before I get into an argument <laughs> on these So I, that's what I did, right? Smart enough from the last time, see? And I saw, yeah, it's quite possible to get our ass put by two touchdowns. <laughs> I looked at all those scores. I was like, Jesus, that hasn't been close at all. <laughs> Yeah. And and look, I think the thing is is you have kept it close early in games. And those yeah. are the positive things that you could think of when you think of any team, regardless of who you're rooting for. That's early you in the season though. Right now we got on that Glen on. It's a, it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Um Shake, so are you ready for these fantasy updates? I will be in about Five minutes. Give me five minutes. Oh, no worries. Uh, LRP, sir, I didn't get your answer on this. I did get Lou's kind of perspective, being a Cowboys fan, who he would rather face. And he said, Mike Neck Glennon. At yourself, again, this is just thinking, just thinking of watching football, not necessarily going too deep into it. But should Fromm get the start? Or should Glennon get the start? And the only reason I say that is because even today, on Wednesday, December 15th, Joe Judge has not clearly stated starter for Sunday. He's still leaving the door open for Jake Fromm. That's why I asked the question. That's fantastic news for me because, yes, I want to see Jake Fromm. I've seen Glennon. I want to see Jake Fromm, see what the kid can do. Like I said, not getting too far into it. But the answer is yes. I would like to see Jake Fromm. Perfect, and I think that's I think that's exactly uh, the answer I wanted to hear because I want to see it too. Look, man, this is 
this is a, I want to see it because I've been a Jake Fromm fan from the get-go. I thought he could go somewhere and learn for a few years, and it hasn't really worked out as well as I thought it would have. But we, I would definitely like to see this man get some actual playing time uh, with the way that, you know, Jones' neck is. The way we talked yesterday, the way Black brought up the neck injury, he should just sit regardless. I think we don't – we as NFL fans want our players to play through anything. If it's me, there's one area I'm not playing with outside of the cranium, obviously, and that's the neck. Um, just let these guys live their lives. I'm not trying to paralyze anyone. Um they can't run around with their kids or pick their kids up because I want them to score six points on a fucking Sunday afternoon. I'm not trying to do that to anybody. But this is how I think with this, you just let the man sit the rest of the year with Daniel Jones, Get you figure out the fucking next thing. You see what Fromm's got for four weeks. Like, you just so put perfectly, you know what the fuck. We know, we know what Glennon is. He should sit there yeah. with a suit, with a New York Giants jumpsuit and a headset and be coaching quarterbacks or any other team in the NFL. That's what he should be doing because his brain is better than anything his body can produce. So move on yeah. from that. You see what Fran's got for the next four games. Sorry, go ahead. Cut me off. Do what you got to do. No, but I was um, – sorry, my audio probably about to get missionary in just a second. So part of it is you need to find out, and how's my audio? Am I good now? Yes, sir. I got you perfect. All right, cool. So you, the draft back when, what was it, Brady Quinn and um, another I think so. young quarterback, right? I never remember that. Oh, no, it was in uh, Cleveland. They had both of those quarterbacks. You need to not repeat history on that where both of them weren't really that good. Now, I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is Brady Quinn or Matt Barkley or whatever, <clears throat> but you need to find out what you got, and this is the prime time to find out. You know what I mean? Especially if Daniel Jones has shown you what he's going to show you. You know, what if that, you know, <laughs> this whole bumped his head, hit the ceiling, you know, that's as far as it's going to go. Don't know that. However, I think we would have seen it by now, you know. So I would like to see Jake Fromm. You don't want to repeat history where you got two because Jake Fromm is pretty practically untouched, ladies and gentlemen. America, the dude, has not played a single thing since he was drafted. He was a young kid waiting to get his turn, you know what I mean, behind two proven dudes. He's not going to, He wasn't going to start over Trubisky unless he was setting the world on fire. Now, granted, I admit the progress may be a little slow for Fromm. If he hasn't surpassed anyone, however, let the kid play. You never know. He probably just been a diamond in the rough. Either way, you need to know before the season is over. Because if Daniel yeah. Jones' injury lingers and Jake Fromm is not the answer, you got two dudes, possibly three dudes, and I even think Carson Strong may be a little bit slapped on out there, out there. Potentially four dudes getting ready to come out that I think are better than Daniel Jones, regardless. However, mm-hmm. if you decide to roll with the kid, you need to find out what you got. So, play the exactly. kid. Yes. And if people were, if, if people were wondering, 
Uh, that was Derek Anderson, Ken Dorsey, Charlie Fry. They drafted Brady Quinn, 22 overall in the 2007 draft, giving them four quarterbacks, two at the age of 26, one at the age of 24, one at the age of 23. All of them have started 18 games after the 2007 season. Again, we know what the Browns could and could not do at the quarterback position. Let's not see the Giants turn into the Browns at the quarterback position. Um, the 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 the, uh, the move looking forward is a discussion we will definitely get into uh, more as the end of the year gets closer. Uh, but but for sure, as we move to Sunday, um, you give Jake from the football man. Um, you let you let Mike Glennon back him up, and uh, you just give Jake from the football and move forward with that uh, as as everything just 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 does you know life, and you figure it out. Four games now. This isn't going to be uh, Jake from end-all, be-all. He's probably going to be playing with a depleted team, obviously. The team has been depleted all year. More with this COVID-19 bullshit going on uh, as it pertains to people not yeah. being able to play because of positive stuff. So this team may be looking different from week 16 of 2021 to week one of 2022. So Jake from Daniel Jones, Possibly a rookie quarterback. Again, you don't want to overload the quarterback position, but a three-man race it, it doesn't no seem sense. like it's out of the, the realm. Not to cut you off, but it makes no sense for even going in the play. He's he doesn't he's not even more mobile than from at this at this stage of his career and how young this dude is. It doesn't even make any sense. I don't know what Judge is doing, man. It's, it's infuriating. Why would you even dangle that? Just play the kid. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I agree with you, um, LRP. Um, shouldn't play around with it. But the thing no. about it is with these coaches, and the same thing like I was trying to say about um, the whole Belichick, uh, Cam Newton, uh, 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 um, Mac Jones thing, but it's like um, a lot of these coaches uh, – they rather rely on the veteran than to sit there and actually depend on a rookie. Now you just sit there and draft one high or whatever, and y'all, y'all mean that means you're obviously y'all believe in this kid, but and it's all on if you feel like the kid is ready or not. And obviously the Patriots felt like Mac Jones was ready, but as far as this, these coaches is they 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 feel like. I'd rather uh, rely on the veteran and not rely on this young guy that hasn't had any experience. But what makes me very angry about this, and yes, I I, I I do get very angry about it because it's like the same thing with um, how I feel about uh, rental places, right? Like when you try to rent an apartment or, or a home or anything, right? And the first thing that they tell you, especially like when you're young, when you come, you 18, you just out fresh out of high school, or whatever, you trying to do this. And the first thing that they tell you is, oh no, um, well you don't have no credit, and uh, no credit is just as bad as bad credit, right? And my my response was always like, well how the fuck do y'all know what the fuck I'm gonna do? They're like, I have no credit. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna pay this shit or not. Like, give me a fucking chance. You know what I'm saying? Like. So, and it's the same thing with this. It's like, how do you know this quarterback is not it? 
How do you know? Nobody ever gave this guy a shot. They sat there and gone and went off of, oh, he had the racial comments, and now he's drafted all low and everything, so I don't really want to give him a shot. I mean, I, I want him on the roster, and he's good enough to be on the roster, but I don't really want to be able to have to throw him in the game. I don't want to trust him and lie on that. And that's what gets me. Like, if you are a coach and you're good at what you do, you see this guy in practice every day. Something don't tell you. Something don't click in your head and say, this guy is it. And let me see how he does in a real regular season game. No, no, these coaches never have that. And that's what I can't stand. I hate that shit. Sorry. No, you're absolutely right. You know, how do you know? And it's, but I tell you why. You know what they'll say in response to everything you just said? If don't agree with you 100%, he'll say he doesn't practice right. That's a new phrase for him now. It's like a ton of the facts. I was like, what the fuck? Did anybody else hear that? They don't practice right. I got to teach the foundation so they can practice right. What we found out is that they're not practicing properly. What? What? Let me say that again, America. Because the way he says it, the tone, the frequency, the sternness, the confidence delivers it as if you should believe it too. Television, because it doesn't make no sense. What do you mean in that practicing properly? Isn't that your job? You've been there for how many years? I mean, you don't have a whole bunch of new, new players. You found this out last year? You're full of shit, dude. You're full of shit, and you think I'm stupid, and you think America is stupid. Just like these worksheets that you said that you were saying. I don't think I was done with you. Like, like, subconsciously, I think I was done with you then. Like, handing out worksheets on your opponent. It actually ain't really got nothing to do with nothing. I ain't a bad
in my eyes. You know what I mean? But my thing is this. If I'm Joe Judge, and like I said, I agree with that, I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, no, it was him. It was him, God damn it. Don't look at me. But once I had <laughs> fired him, right, <laughs> I cannot do the same things that got this man fired no more. I got to switch it up now. You know what I'm saying? Even if it was me before. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be like, oh, no, I got to point the finger on him. Right? My thing is, as Joe Judge, I would be like, now that I've done all that, I would do the best, you know what I mean, anything, any scenario, like, okay, yeah, I would have started Glennon, right? And then when I seen Glennon bullshit like that, mm-hmm, when I seen Glennon and I gave him two games, really, you know what I mean? I would have just gave him one, really. But if I gave him two games and I seen that shit, well, so you yeah, I mean, uh, I can't do no worse, so I'm going to go ahead and, and see what this kid got. And maybe, just maybe, right, maybe this kid is some something amazing. Maybe he's something spectacular. And then maybe he can spark up something, and you can save my job. Because, you know what I'm saying, listen, if he sits there and he comes out and he's all world or whatever and he's wilding out, mm-hmm. that makes it look good for you, don't it? You know what I'm saying? It makes it look, yeah. look good on you. You made that decision to do that. That means you are a good coach, right? And that's what I would be. Uh, that would be my scapegoat. You know what I'm saying? So um, if I was Joe Judge, that's my, my decision. I'm like, oh, no, long like Glennon, and he ain't got it, and he ain't saving me my job. I need somebody to save right. me my job. Even if you don't win, just show that we are good so I can keep my job. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, I'm like, man, you got to do it. You got to make this move. If you don't, I mean, you just sitting there waiting for your demise, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Lou, you got anything? And we do have. Um, oh, yeah. Do have no, that's about it. So, uh, if I don't hear from you guys uh, for a little bit, uh, have a happy holiday. I'll be, I'll be back, though, in the very near future. Too, have a happy holiday, sir. Same to you, man. Peace right. to your family. Uh, right. Go ahead, yeah. Joe. I know J-Rock with us. Yep, yep, yep. We are. J-Rock is with us as well. Um, and I just want to say thank you to Lou for coming in, and happy holidays to him as well. J-Rock, your turn, sir. Uh, we went a little bit over the COVID stuff, uh, hitting the league as well as the Giants. And then we went over the fact that the New York Giants head coach, Joe Judge, did say Mike Glenn is the starter but left the door open whether or not Jake Fromm could start on Sunday as well. Um, contradictory at its finest. Um, that's your head coach. Talk to me about it. I'm done talking about him. What's this thing you're talking about with the, with the worksheet, though? A worksheet? They, go, they got homework? Yeah, what's that? I would like to what, what was that about? Yeah, way back when they played the Redskins the first time, uh, the Washington football team the first time, and yeah. his presser leading up to it, he was talking about how they prepare and how they've been preparing and ready to compete for 60 minutes. And we want to make sure that our team knows our um, foe, and we want to make sure that the players are prepared and know what to look for and this, that, and the third. So we handed out our worksheets on our opponent, each player, position player, and so on and so forth, gets a worksheet on the particular team and the defenses and the offenses that we may face. It's a whole spill. 
Wow. And I was like, worksheets? <laughs> when I first heard it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, and, did he say worksheets? And this is done every week, is what he's saying? At that time, it was. And But now, today, he says they're not practicing right. But we've that seen the awesome. videotape. We've seen this group over there. You got 22 twos, bro. How are you not practicing right? And you saying this to like this week, and then week three you was giving out worksheets. Week nine That's you horrible. was losing timeouts like crazy. But where's his worksheet? I don't see what they see, bro. Huh? Where's his worksheet? Nobody hands a worksheet to him. No, he's too busy on YouTube showing tape to us, like you know what he's doing. <laughs> you ever see this shit? He has a coaching corner and shit. But he I don't like it. This coach is awful. Yeah, I don't. I watched the first one, and, and that was it. <laughs> I watched the first <laughs> week one. This one, the last time I saw that shit. The dude is terrible. I don't know what they see, Rock. This dude, this whole yeah. thing is they're gonna bring it all back next year, LRP. They're gonna bring it all back. They say give them oh, another oh. chance. I don't know how, how Giants fans can, can see what's going on this year and say, oh, I, I really don't see nothing wrong with Joe Judge. He's doing the best he can. and like, I, don't, I don't know how – I don't know what you're watching, the people who say that. Yeah. I don't know what your, your football IQ is, the people who say that. But Joe Judge is not – he's not the one. He's not the one. He he he, he talks Yo. in circles. He really doesn't say shit. He talks in circles, man. If you ever listen to him, I don't I don't understand it. It's crazy. Yeah. No, sir. I don't know too so, much about your football IQ. If you think that. So look at exactly. exactly. I want you to go look. Exactly. I want you to go. I want you to go reevaluate <laughs> yourself. I went to go look for uh, the worksheet, and I couldn't find the worksheet, but I found an interesting article back from September 29th about Joe Judge and analytics. I'm going to read this excerpt. It's about three paragraphs, so I'll try to read it as quickly as possible. Tell me how good of a coach Joe Judge is off of this, yeah. okay? Time you finish that, I'll, uh, be, Judge- I'll be ready to do the fantasy for you. Perfect. I'll read this, and then I'll get your guys' quick thoughts on it, and then we can do fantasy if that's perfect for everyone. Judge has been fairly conservative on fourth down situations since taking over the Giants head coaches in 2020. They ranked 13th overall in fourth down attempts last season and only tried three times through the first three games of 2021. Remember, this is back in September. This season, uh, Judge has opted to punt the ball away in opposing territory rather than attempting long field goals with Graham Binot. In week three, he punted on fourth and four from the Atlanta Falcons' 39-yard line in the third quarter of a game the Giants were losing seven to six. The Falcons ended up uh, the Falcons ended up punting after getting the ball back. The New York scored a touchdown on its next possession. Atlanta would want, end up winning that game 17 to 14. Two weeks ago, this was remember back in 17 uh, or back in September. Uh, two weeks ago against Washington, 
since we're bringing up Washington. Uh, Judge sent the punt team out on a fourth and 13 from Washington's 38-yard line rather than kick a 55-yard field goal late in the first quarter with a 7-0 lead. The football team then drove 90 yards down the field to tie the game on their possession. Washington won that game 30-29 to on a 49-yard field goal as time expired. Let's not forget this season, Graham Gano from 52 and 55 earlier in the game. He hit that, and he's 7 from 7 on field goals, on field goal attempts, and 3 of 3 on extra points at that point in the season. Uh, he was perfect, uh, and the judge decided that was not the optimum way to go. Um, his quote at that time was, if you can look at a stat sheet all you want, oh, wait, on. analytics is just a tool. You can look at a stat sheet all you want, I promise you. If Excel is going to win football games, Bill Gates will be killing it right now. But you've got to take those numbers. Joe Judge said after being asked about analytics. Look, man, he needs to go. And you got bamboozled by Bill Belichick. That's all there is to it. <laughs> man, haters. God damn. Could have stayed, Bill. That, 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 that's that petty shit. Like, Release the hat. Never fire me. I'm going to send a horrible coach to you type shit. Release the heck. You know he got that low talk and shit. Sound like Mumra and shit. Motherfucker look like Mumra. Release the heck, Mumra. Come on, man. You got a little cat. You done shrunk snarf and shit. He got a broke elbow. Yo, right about this point, at this point, I would rather have Pat (laughs) as head coach. Yeah, for real. I'd rather have Pat Sharma. Please and thank you, Jay. I'd rather have a please and thank you. Save me from the worksheets. But where the fuck? Yo, Mara is a terrible judge of character. Where do you get these people? That one saying no please idea. and thank you, the other one living by worksheets. The one before that was, um, I want to put Gino in. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean... <laughs> I, I, I feel y'all, but I don't. Like, nah, man, Buckley. I was about, way to, say, about to say this shit that Jay Bob was just like, oh, I don't know too much about your intelligence, your football IQ. But no, nah, it ain't even on that. It's like when you look at it in the aspect of uh, a please say the doo doo, you know, McAdoo. <laughs> And um, Pat Sherman, I mean, Joe Judge been better than them motherfuckers. I, I'm, I'm beyond with y'all, in my opinion. You been better than them motherfuckers. But um, in what aspect? I don't know. In what aspect? <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. That is a debate. But to me, in my opinion, he's been better than both of them. Right? Uh, it's like, what are you gonna have? Shit in the left hand or shit in the right? I don't want it in either. <laughs> In what aspect is he better than those other two? Yo, Doodoo, for one, I never liked Doodoo. <laughs> doodoo is bad, bro. Like, Doodoo is real bad, bro. Like, Doodoo ain't know what the fuck he's doing out there. Okay. I, I, I said that from day one. Please say the Doodoo. Because that motherfucker was good. Right? All right. So that's definitely me. I look at that shit. I'm like, nah, Judge better than that shit. All right, now, your shit, like the battle with Sherman and and, and Judge, right? You know what I mean? Because you said, you said Sherman. You ain't say doodoo. 
I'll give you that credit. Doodle. Doodle is not even in the conversation, bro, to me. Like, don't, he was the worst. All right? Now, Sherman and, and, and Judge. I'm, I'm going to judge on that one because I feel like with Judge, they're more disciplined. Like, very detailed and shit. With Sherman, I felt like they was all over the place. They still all over the place. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they disciplined and structured now. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is they more disciplined than motherfucking when they was with Sherman. Sherman had that shit. That's a ray, bro. And you remember and recall, you got to go back. Because, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes a lot of time that went by, you kind of forget, bro. But motherfuckers was like, yo, they was fighting in the damn locker rooms, bro. Motherfucking DRC and all the motherfuckers was out of here because of that shit, bro. Nah, bro, Sherman was bad, bro. I'm just saying, that shit is like, I'm going to get you, sucker. You can take the window or the stairs. You can get to death right away on impact with McAdoo and Sherman. But... Falling down these goddamn steps every week with Judge hurts, bro. That's the best way I can fucking put it. Shit. You take the window. No, I'm with, I'm I don't see that. You take I don't see the discipline in this team that you're saying he, he instills. Because in preseason, they was fighting each other on the field. They lost <laughs> the games because they weren't, they weren't fucking disciplined. How many games did we lose this this year because of undisciplined players going off sides? Two, three? I don't see it. Did you, did you hear my words, though? Did you hear my words? <laughs> no. No, go ahead. I, I didn't hear your words. And my words was, <laughs> I'm not saying that they disciplined now. It's still in disarray. Oh, but okay. I, didn't, I, didn't I feel like they're more disciplined than they was with Sherman. Sherman had that shit. Uh, like, Sherman had that whole locker room fucked. We lost DRC <clears throat> and all of those guys because of it. That's my thing. To me, what right now with Judge and shit, they it seemed like they they together. They they fighting together. Even though, you know what I'm saying, they not fighting really too much hard or too hard pause for fucking Judge, but they like fighting mm-hmm. for each other. You know what I'm saying? Like they fighting because you know what I'm saying. Like they have some type of connection with each other. Like that defense is like you could tell they are they're a close knit. You know what I'm saying? Now, this offense, I don't know what the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know what they're doing over there. But that defense, you can tell, and maybe that's more to do to uh, Graham. Maybe. But they're they're more uh, connected. You know what I mean? Uh, they, they fight for each other. That's what I see. Hmm. But you're right. They, 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 they in disarray, too. You know what I mean? Like, this, this shit isn't up in, in whatever you want to call it. I don't even want to call it up and smoke because that's a good thing, right? No. <laughs> you can call it, uh, slap my hand while I was rolling. <laughs> Word. Everywhere, then that's terrible. So, um, looks like Black may not make it. He said he's going to be here. I do have, it does look like he has uploaded a couple of these clips. Um, would you like me to run through these clips, or do you want to run through the fantasy first? Um, it's good. Um, you can run through the clips because um, I'm still smoking, so yeah, it's cool. Whatever you yeah, want to do, it's your world. 
All right, so look, we got Jake Fromm and then your favorite coach, Joe Judge. Um, Judge is a nine-minute one, and Fromm is a five-minute one. So let's nah, start with man, the long Hold on, I, don't, I might wanna. Well, I'm, you, <laughs> you want me to do Jake Cron? Yeah, I, I, I'll take a vote Take with Dave, but I'm good on listening to that dude's voice right now. Nothing <laughs> 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 Nah, that's why I said oh, the time frame. I knew I had to say that because if I would have yeah, started, yeah. you had three minutes room in, y'all been like, room. "How long is this shit?" All right, we'll go. We'll go ahead and get this. Right, so this is what we do. Like, like, go through from shit right now. I'll go through the fantasy, yeah, yeah. and then once I finish the fantasy, LRP can go on a his little smoke break or something, and then you can play just shit for the people. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna be Jake Prom on quickly learning the playbook. What was it like getting out there and getting more reps like you did today? Is probably most you've gotten mm-hmm. since you've been here. Yeah, most most I've gotten in a while, so it's fun. You know, you feel like a football player, and um, just going out and doing what you love, and um, just trying to do it at a high level. How's your expectations for this week? I see a lot of things that kind of up in the air with Mike's dad. Mm-hmm. How do you approach this week? Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same way I do. You know, every week, just having to get a few more reps in practice, but um, you know, it's the same. Prepare the same. Um, you know, week in, week out, and um, just you know, when you get the opportunity, just want to do your best. How much do you know? You know, like yeah. I mean, it's been I'm sure it's a big cram job, right? Yeah, so it's all learning. You know, just you know, you're preparing for like a, a final test. You know, where you didn't show up for any of the any of the classes. So, um, but uh, you know, it's it's fun. Do you, do you feel like it's limited? Like you have to really narrow it down. Okay, this is kind of the things that I do know, and then if I, if I play like this yeah. is what we can, this is what we need to use, kind of thing. Yeah. Yes and no. Uh, there's definitely some things I definitely feel more comfortable with, and. Um, some things I feel less comfortable with. So um, when it comes down to it, you know, we'll have a good plan going out there and um, something we feel good about, and uh, we'll try to execute as best we can. You know, college, when you have to cram for a test, people pull all night. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you need to sleep. I mean, do you have to work longer? You know, do you have to keep that, you know, playbook and just keep on looking at it all night? Yeah, there's definitely some late nights. Um, you know, definitely a lot of studying. But, um, you know, being an athlete, you got to sleep too, and you got to be able to, uh, be your best and, and be well rested. What has it been like working with Nick Williams? Uh, Nick's great. Um, and he, he's helped me out a ton. Um, and, man, I, I'm learning a lot of football from him. And uh, I couldn't thank him enough. What's that like not having this coach you worked with last week? Jerry, obviously, you can't be in person with that. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's definitely been tough, uh, Mr. Coach Jerry, this week. Um, you know, just hope he gets to film better and uh, just look forward to seeing him as soon as we can. How much do you do? Zoom? Yep. Like, how much time per day are you spending with Jerry on Zoom versus Nick in person? Is Nick coming yeah. over to your room? Like, how's, how's it working? Like? Yeah, um, you know, a, a little bit of both, you know, a little bit of here and there. So, um, you know, Coach Jerry, he's just, you know, sitting in his room and, you know, looking at football all day. So, definitely give him a few calls here tonight. Two weeks ago, if I said to you, you know, you had a chance to start a game, what would you have, would you have said? I mean, you're on the, you know, the practice battle of another mm-hmm. team, and yeah. the next thing you know, you're, you might start this week. Yeah, uh, crazy to think about, but, you know, I think when you just, you know, have that mindset of preparing every week, you know, like you can be the guy, and, um, you know, hopefully it, you know, pays off, and, um, you know, we'll see, and just try to prepare, you know, week in and week out, like you could be the guy. What would it mean to you if you did get that opportunity? Yeah, uh, I would love it to be a dream come true, you know, something I've always wanted to do as a kid, and um, growing up, and, you know, have a chance, especially for an organization like the New York Giants, would be incredible. You have your parents on, like, standby or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. Either, yeah. yeah. 
Where are they at? Are they where, like, back home in Georgia. That's a, a long flight. It is. They get on a plane. If you tell them no, then they're not coming on a plane. Is it as decisive as that? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, we'll we'll work out the kinks and, and figure everything out. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. What was it like to say, you know, they call you and they say you're coming to the to New York Giants, and they say also we're going to Tucson for a week. That's kind of a crazy yeah. thing. I mean, at the end of this, I'll spend you know more days here as a New York Giant than I have in uh, in New Jersey. So um, it's uh you know crazy, but you know it's it's what we signed up for and uh, it's fun and beautiful weather here. So um, sure the weather in Buffalo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just have like a small bag. I mean, did you, like you have yeah. all, do you even have all your stuff yet? No, no, just uh, you know a suitcase and uh, just a little duffel bag and that's all we need. Let's go play football. As a quarterback, what did you think? Did you watch? Uh, did you get to see any much of the Monday night game? Mm-hmm. As a quarterback, what do you think of three passes and a whole lot of handoffs? Yeah, um, you know, as a quarterback, you know, he doesn't like throw it around, but um, you know, it wins a win. So, you know, everybody likes to win. Three more. How much of the offense would you say you know right or are they tailoring this like the this game, so they're not making it matter? It's hard for me to say how much I, I really know because you know I hadn't really seen the whole thing. For me, it's just focusing on a game plan on a week-to-week basis and you know figuring out what the game plan is and knowing everything on a game plan. So. Normally, in a situation, I would think guy, you know, sort of veteran guys have been around would, would sort of huddle around you and, and help support you. Daniel, and Mike, they're dealing with their own stuff mm-hmm. right now. How you know how much are you able to interact with them and sort of pick their brain? Yeah, they they definitely been both of them have been tremendous help and um, just allow me to you know I thank them for just allowing me to pick their brain and and uh, figure things out you know like um, you know things will be said in the meeting don't know exactly you know what that is hey hey Daniel what what is this and you know he'll he'll do me a favor and and, and draw it up for me so I uh, really appreciate them and all the work they're, they're helping me and, and trying to get me prepared as well. If, if you start if you start on Sunday, what do you know you will bring? Yeah, I mean uh, a lot of effort. The guys are gonna make good decisions. Um, to be accurate with the ball and, and move the chains and score some points. All righty. Can I say something? Jake? Yeah, go ahead, Jake. Oh. Oh, so this kid, <clears throat> did y'all see him play in high school? Y'all watch, y'all watch QB1 on Netflix? Uh-uh. No, no, I watch, watch QB1 on Netflix. Mm. I think the second to last season, he was on it. Him and Justin Fields was on it when they was in high mm. school, seniors in high school. Go watch that shit. Oh, what? And tell me if you feel the same way about Jake Long. Anyway, mm. Um, mm. this dude was a four-star. That doesn't sound like good news. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say that like that was a good thing to go do. I'm saying I, I wasn't impressed. That's all I'm gonna say. I he wasn't was nice in college. Though. Nah, I didn't. I didn't watch him when he played for Georgia, so I don't know how he was. Uh, but in high school, I wasn't impressed. Got you. Okay, so you know, I'm gonna definitely do that. I'm gonna go check that out, and I want to see. I want to see about the yeah. kid, like how his upbringing, how he started. Um, oh yeah, you, you're gonna see you're gonna see yeah. a wild kid, bro. This dude was jumping off the roof of his house into the swimming pool. You, you, you gonna you gonna see some shit about Jake? Yeah, she seems wild. like that kind of guy, 
But um, anyway, right? Um, my my first impression of him was freshman year of Georgia, which he had a beast year, and it <clears throat> excuse me, it propelled him into um the the top names like a Tua Herbert and all those to go into the draft in um twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But this was what, twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen, something like that? Yeah, twenty eighteen. And and then um sophomore year he still he had an eye year. He ain't hurt himself. But that last year it just like seemed like everything dropped. Shoo just drop. And then when the draft came along that's when he was up even more. Yo, four fifth round, like what the fuck? Like Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you it's a reason. I don't mean I'm not I that's why I said what I said because I I definitely wanna check that out because uh it will definitely give me a even more in depth indica- indication of what's who this kid That's is? That's why I want him to play, so we can finally <clears throat> put the nail in the coffin and move on if it's going to be that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. hate that unknown shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say who he is. Okay, and who the fuck is in the fucking way, man? Like, <laughs> long neck gun on? Come on, man. All right, you wanted to do, say anything else before I go ahead and start this uh, fantasy nacho? I know you had called no, on me before. I I had heard J Rock ask that he wanted to say something, but um, yeah, Nacho. Yeah, no, there ain't nothing I really want to say. You good? <clears throat> okay, here we go. Didn't get to do this yesterday. Usually that's what I do. You Nacho average Tuesdays to let y'all know what the hell was going on in fantasy, but. Uh, circumstances didn't allow me to do so, um, wasn't allowed to do, uh, Montana Mondays and all that, but hey, man, we here, this is one of the favorite, my favorite times, one of my favorite times on this show, know why, because I am just that damn good, but, let's go on to it, man. Already gave flowers and all that shit, so I'm not going to do this shit already. I'll do it when I get to it, right? So, League One. Always starting with League One all the way to Championship League. Most important league. League that I'm not in the fucking playoffs. Thanks to somebody on these fucking airways. We'll get to that. League One. Week 14. Win and you're in, you go to the playoffs. Always starting my matchups first. You got the fantasy elite. Me. Putting the bang, bang, whoop, smack. Yep. Mm-hmm. Had to do them like that. To here we go again. Nacho in the box with cheese. 245. That's right. I said 245. To 188. My God. My God. That's how you go into the playoffs. On fire. I want four straight to go to the playoffs, baby. 
That's right. Four straight. I go to nine and five. I'm on to the playoffs. Nacho drops to seven and seven. He is eliminated. Sorry, Nacho. Had to do it. I won that division. Let's move on. We got the blue order putting the bang thing whoop smack. Don't carry them like that. The JR can't draft like me, Devontae. Ooh, yeah. And the blue order is Corey Customs, by Ooh, the way. Yeah. 141 to 112. The blue order, he goes up to 5-9. That's tied with JR can't draft like me, Devontae. Ooh, yeah. At 5-9 and nine for the basement of the East Division. Who's the champion of that division? Moi. That's who. All right. We got Giants for life. J-Rock just squeaking it out against Black Freezy. Every day is Friday. 180 to 173. Giants for life. J-Rock. He goes to 8-6. and six. While Black Freezy. Drops to eight and six. Is that good? Who's out? Who's in? I'll get to that. Oh shit. We got Easy Now. Easy chosen one from the Bronx. Putting the bang thing whoop smack. Had to do him like that. To Roadie. Two oh two to one seventy eight. Easy chosen one from the Bronx. He goes to nine and five. That was good for second place in that. South Division, I know he's in the playoffs. While Rosie drops to 8-6. and six. That's good for first place of that North Division. I think he won the division. He's going on to the playoffs. No matter what. We got Easy from D.C. Putting the bang thing whoop smack. So happy damn like that, motherfucker. Jamaican my shot. LRP, LRP made history, y'all. Made history. Yeah, Two twelve to one forty nine. Wow. First of all, let me get this out. Okay. Easy to seven and seven. That's easy from DC. Still good for the basement of the South Division. He's out of the playoffs. He's eliminated. Screw that, though. We talking about history here. History. First ever I ever seen in my life, and if you are listening to these airways right now, and you are in fantasy football, please go to your history and think, have you ever seen somebody that was active all season long and not win one game? Not one. Not one. And he was trying, y'all. Trying. Waiver wires. Lineup changes. All of it. Zero and 14. Yeah, baby. Can't no one do it like this. In the making. Wow. All right, moving on to Big Petey, Meaty. He love Big Petey. Just squeaking it out against James from New York. Fresh, 
165 to 162. Big TD committee, she goes out to 10-4. Just for first place of the whole damn league. She got the first buy. First uh, seed in the playoffs. She's a beast. She is a beast. She is a beast. <laughs> she goes to 10 and 4. While James drops to 8 and 6. Good for second place of that North Division because Rody won it. As far as the playoffs is concerned, you got Big Didi Comedy with the number one seed looking down at everybody. While the number two seed goes to no other than me. <laughs> Shout outs to me, the fantasy elite. That's one playoffs. That's one. All right. J-Rock, that's one for J-Rock, too. That's one for E. Because we got the third seed. We got Rody going against the sixth seed. J-Rock. Rody versus J-Rock in the first round. And we also got the fourth seed, E, the chosen one from the Bronx, going against James from New York. That's the fifth seed. Battle of New York in the first round. Good luck to you fellas. All right. Mr. See y'all very, very, very soon. Next round, next week, one of y'all will be eating me. So, yes. Shout-outs to y'all. And that is Shakedown League 1. Scores, standards, outcome, upcoming matchup. Oof. Playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? LRP just tried to win the game. <laughs> Whoa, man, I had to do it. Uh, it was easy. That was an easy one. It's an easy one. All right. Moving on to Shakedown League 2. Yeah. Always my matchups first. We got the body snatches just squeaking it out against DJ Judgment out in Canada. Good try, buddy. 142 to 135. Me, the body snatches. I go up to 9 and 5. Good for, I guess you would say, third place now. This is all set in stone. In the division, third place in the division. But yes. I clinched the playoff berth. Clinched that last week. Easy work. While DJ Judgment drops to five and nine, it's good for tenth place right now in the whole damn league. Nowhere near his division. About third place in his division. Shoutouts to you. Great try. All right, we got Easy and DC. Putting the bang thing, whoop smack. Everybody did them like that. Chinese Giants. 170. 170 to 125. Easy. DC. Goes up to 10 and 4. He won that West Division. Easy. Like his name. 
by Chinese Giants drops to 3 and 11. That's good for 12th place of the whole damn division. Not too bad. Alright. <clears throat> we got Goldie putting the bang thing whoops, man. Oh my gosh, I can't believe him like that. The regulators mount up 292. Wow. That wasn't close. Goldie goes up to 95. That's good for second place of that West Division. He is in the playoffs. Wow. Regulators don't mount up. They go drop the 6 and 8 out of the playoffs. Eliminated. All right. We got Headhunters, J-Rock, putting the bang thing whoop smack. Okay, them like that. The Dan C, I Smoke Fools. 203 to 151. Headhunters. J-Rock goes up 10-4. That boy won nine straight to go to the fucking playoffs. He got the number one seed in the whole damn league. I see you. I see you. I see you. Well, I smoke fools. Dan C drops to 7-7, seven seven, but still good for first place. Won the damn division of the North Division. Cause that shit wasn't shit. I told these boys to split it up. Alright. We got LRP. LRP. Putting the bang thing. Whoop smack. I don't care them like that. The KB Damage Incorporated. 151. 132. LRP went to 77. That's good. He went to 500 on the year. Still eliminated though. Still eliminated though. He's still out though. But good try. It's my word, damage yo. incorporated. I gave him hell, yo. He wasn't good enough to, to last in the battle royale of that division. I told them boys to split it up. You should have backed me up on that part. That's your problem. Y'all don't never listen to me. Next up, we got Black Freezy just squeaking it out against Bristol Pirates out in Europe. 189 to 178. Black Freezy goes up to 10-4. That's good for second place of that Battle Royale South Division. While Bristol Pirates drops to 5-9. Eliminated. I need As far as the playoffs is concerned, <clears throat> number one seed goes to my friend J Rock Ed Hunters. While the number two seed goes to Be Easy out in DC. Got the buys, y'all. Number three seed, I Smoke Fools Dan C goes against number six seed, me, the body snatcher. The number four seed, Black Freezy, goes against the number fifth, number five seed, Rody. Good matchups there. That is the Shakedown League 2. Scores, standards, and upcoming matchups. It's playoffs, y'all. That's two playoffs for me. Two. Beast mode. All right. Last, well, next up, about to say last, because I don't want to go through the, 
think it was the last one and shit. Fuck us. Oh, I'm so mad about that. I want that damn belt so bad. It's, oh, it's like my fucking unicorn, you know? Give me a minute. It's my damn... Computer wanna act like it's wanna die and shit. So now I gotta go get the damn charger. My favorite damn league. It's all good. Y'all get to sit and think about it. Because in League 3, Shakes League 3, 14 oh, That's right. 14 and When I go get this charger, I just want y'all to think about that, though. That's a fact, man. Congratulations. That's huge. That's fucking huge. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, all right, hold on. Somebody hold me down, though, real quick. Let me get this charger and shit. Cause my damn laptop just died and shit. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. I ain't want to turn for me. Yeah, I was just... I'll go ahead and talk about you for a little bit while you get that, man. But uh, 14 and 0, bro. That's huge. That's what's up. Cheated. Cheated. J-Rock ain't giving you shit, Jay. I ain't giving him no props, man. Never. You better protect him, J-Rock. You know, taking people's things. <laughs> <laughs> Belichick, the bro, that's why you want Belichick back. That's all good. He's glad I'm not in them playoffs, man, because I would have turned his water off. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop the rain. Can't stop the rain. You can't stop the rain. Oh, stop Yo, the how, many, how many Giants? Players got COVID. You see, uh, McKinley got COVID now. Oh, McKinley got COVID too. I just heard Tony. Yeah. Oh. I knew it was Tony he and like the quarterback coach. Rather um, than McKinney, that, McKinney, it's um, five players in the um, close contact. He's COVID. He's a damn. What shit? Zimenez ain't going to shit nowhere. No. He's been like having COVID all year, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Shit, motherfucker, missing all of them. All right, cool. It's definitely time to turn his water off. I actually think he lost his job already to Elmerson. I seen Elmerson get more mixed than I seen X Man. Oh, Shane. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's crazy. He's been hurt all year. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shane is some doo-doo, son. Elmer's oh, Shane is doo-doo. Like, oh, who is that? Like, oh, Smith out there? He ain't doing shit even mm-hmm. as far as pass rush, but he been in the mix for the run. All right. I appreciate you holding me down, LRP. Yeah, J-Rock too, bro. He came in and said, you cheated. Thank you, radio show. Cheated, bro. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> 14 to know. Just a beast. <laughs> I mean, just a beast, bro. Like, who does that, bro? Me. Right? 
<laughs> like, man, yo, like, I, yo, I went this chip in this shit, bro, like, I don't, I don't know who had done that shit, bro. I, like, y'all let me know. Y'all call in and let me know. And then give me some proof. Give me some proof that you did it, man. You know, y'all know my Twitters and shit. If you went undefeated and you won a chip before, let me know. Because I don't know nobody that done it. I'm trying to make history here, goddammit. I ain't never done nothing like this before in my life. It was good. Be perfect. The AFC West best. Me. Put the bang thing whoop smack. Man, I did everybody like that. And I mean everybody. 14 and 0. 245 to 111. New Jersey G, man, you ain't stand a chance. I'm trying to make history here. Alright? Of course I got the number one seed in the whole damn playoffs. Of course I got a bye. 14 fucking old. While New Jersey G-Men dropped to 5 and 9. Eliminated. That's all you need to know about him. Goodbye. Talk more about me. 14 and 0. We got I Smoke Fools Dead Sea out of Cali. Putting a bang thing whoop smack. Man, he had to do my friend like that, though. He either chose one from the Bronx. 186 to 116. Wow. I Smoke Fools Dead Sea. Goes up to five and nine. He's eliminated, though. So he was playing spoiler like a motherfucker. That's fucked up. <laughs> well, he either chose one from the Bronx, drops to eight and six, don't win the division. He just, he in there, though. He in the playoffs. So that was the either chose one from. All right, we got James from New York. Just squeaking it out against Jamaican, my shots, LRP, 137 to 133. That rock. That was rough. <laughs> Man, LRP drops down to 5-9 and, and good for the basement of that South Division. He eliminated. Oh, no. And my mom. From someone upstairs. Well, James from New York, he wins the division at 10 and 4. When that South Division, he goes on to the playoffs. Making people look good out here, y'all. Make people look good. We got Dumb City. Oh, man. Man, Black Freezy dropping the ball. Dropping the ball, man. He ain't even... He didn't help his friend. How you ain't help your friend? We got Dumb City. Speaking it out. Against Black Freezy. 182. 176. His response was, 
I don't care. I'm in the playoffs anyway. But his friend's response was, but I'm not. That's messed up. All you had to do was win, man. would have been all the players. All of them. You was going to be all making this too. You was going to be like me, son. I did that before. Not this year, though. <laughs> Don't laugh, LRP. Don't you dare laugh. Don't you dare. <laughs> all right. Tom City goes to seven and seven. Goes on to the playoffs. <laughs> Thanks to Black Freezy. Drop me to seven and seven. And he's still going to the playoffs. Damn. It's like they colluded against you. Dumb City always doing something with Black Freezy, man. I'm trying to tell you it's them two, bro. They they in collusion, you know. I'm to tell you. I'll tell you. Know, robbed me with the Barkley shit years, a couple years ago. Now they just robbed you out the playoffs. You see what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you. Watch them too. Watch them that too. And I'm telling you, that whole shit hexed me for the whole year on that on 14. <laughs> I, I had McCaffrey and Barkley the whole way. Good Damn. Man. That's fucked up. That is the league, yo, that I said, yo, you's going to win that a championship automatically because of that, and you ain't even win a game. Moving on. You know that Moving on. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Roadie. <laughs> Roadie put the bang, thing. Whoop, smack. Crazy he did him like that to I don't have a feeling. No, no. 177 to 151. Roadie goes up to 11-3. Good. Won the West Division. Great year for him. Wow. Nacho. No feelings ass. Drops to 3-11. and 11. Good for the basement of the East Division. Eliminated. And last but not least, we got J-Rock. He did what he's supposed to do. He did what he's supposed to do. He said, I won. I won. I won. I was supposed to be in. Black Freeze. Hey. Hey, I'm in. Shakes, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. You you, you, you missed it. What, what, what was my record and where was I? I said you was three and eleven and good for the basement of that East Division. Hey Ma, we get some meat loud. Chance I can. All right. Okay. <laughs> 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 you sound. Yo, why you yelling at like you was Bill Farrow though, man? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them same things. <laughs> <Me low. laughs> That's messed up, man. Damn, bro. You're about that basement, B. 2022. All right. <laughs> 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 J Rock 
went up to six and eight. He's eliminated. He put the bang thing on knuckle up KB two oh eight to one forty six. Knuckle up KB. He's eliminated at three and eleven as well. Where he so y'all concerned? We got, of course, me the AFC West best number one seed. The whole damn thing. Number two seed going to Brody. We kind of dominated that division or. I mean, that league all season long has been me and him. And then I put the bang thing on him as well. So, you know, good shout to him. Number two seed. But at number three. So pretty much it was, so pretty much that league was Roadie and Shakes, and the rest of us was just like, hey, mom! Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty damn much. We just dominated that shit. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully that will be the fantasy Super Bowl is me and him because that is supposed to be that way. But, you know, things never happen the way it's supposed to happen, right? So we'll see. Number three seed, James from New York, going against the six seed, Black Freezy. Every day is Friday. Mm, okay. We got the four CE that chose one from the Bronx going against the fifth seed, Dumb City, which should have been J Rock. Mm-hmm. And that is the Shakedown League 3 scores, standings, upcoming matchups, playoffs. That's three playoffs for me. That's three. And would have been four. Gotta be in all four. I should, it should have been, right? It should have been. And I ain't got nobody else to blame but myself. I dropped the no, ball. You, you have, you definitely I have don't. someone to blame. It is I. No, and listen, you did what you supposed to do. I eliminated you last year. You supposed to come back and get some type of retribution. If you did not, you know. We all know. I would never let you down going into forward into next season. I would still be talking real reckless and have more ammo against you. But now, good shit. Good for you. You eliminated me. And the most important league that we have that eludes me, I do not have a chip in this league, and you just guaranteed me not to get it one more year. Shout-outs to you. Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell me nothing. <laughs> if I would have handled business a week beforehand, because that game between us was a great game, and I'll get to that in a second. But I wouldn't even have needed that damn game. If I would have won a week before, and we started Herbert over Lamar Jackson, and I don't know what the fuck I was thinking about. Why did I do that? Do not know. I've been doing that all season long, though. I was just starting Lamar Jackson over Herbert for most of that fucking year. Some of them, I started Herbert. But most of the year, I started Lamar Jackson over because of the run game and everything. 
but he Herbert was on fire these last few weeks. Why didn't I start him? That's on me. I dropped the ball. I choked. Let me clear my throat. But it's all good. I'll see y'all next year. As far as championship league goes, in this matchup, my matchup's always first. Huh? Would you have won if you started him? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, 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 um... Not against LRP, because I started him against LRP, but the week before. Um, who did I lose to? Let me see real quick. Rody. Rody. Yeah. If I would have started him, I would have won. But, you know, sarah, sarah. Anyway, right? We got the comeback kids. Dropping the ball against LRP. Jamaican my shots. Just squeaking it out against me. 192 to 184. Good game, man. Good game. And what's so ironic about that game, real quick, what is so ironic about that game is that, what, a month ago, maybe even, right around when he got traded, maybe like two, three weeks before he got traded, I came on these airways and said the boy was washed. Washed. Okay? The boy is washed. And then he gets traded. And I'm like, oh, shit, right? And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be looking. And I'm going to be watching very close. And I even picked up Van Jefferson just to be a hater. I did. I did that for one week. And then I cut him. <laughs> but point is <laughs> that I get yeah that's right buddy <laughs> but the point is Julia. so that's what's so ironic is in this matchup I would have won if Beckham mm. ain't go off the way he went off, I think he gave him 14 points. He had a touchdown and some young, about five, six catches or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, point being, he beat me with the guy that I came on these airways and said was washed. <laughs> so, shout out to LRP. Doing his thing and holding his man down, OBJ, against me and teaching me a lesson there. Shout outs to OBJ as well.
I'm going to go the all the way. Oh. Okay, USA. Let's go. Alright. Now, moving on to about that life. J Rock putting the bang thing whoops, man. He ain't had to do him like that. That was fucked up. The F you paid me two oh two to eighty nine. Motherfucker said, I'm not taking no chances. I'm going to the playoffs. J Rock goes to ten and four. He going on. F you paid me drops to seven and seven. Eliminated. Alright. Or is he? Wait, let me see. Make sure. Make sure. Let me make sure. Make sure I know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, he is. Okay, good. Yeah, eliminated. <laughs> Snap. Moving on. We got Black Freezy putting the bang thing whoop smack on the dawn. Like, everybody did him like that. 167 to 104. Black Freezy goes to 8 and 6. He's going on. He's moving on. Wow. The Dawn. Mr. Irrelevant drops to 1 and 13 in the basement of the whole goddamn league. Somebody want to say it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, man. Next up. Well, well, Next up, we got Roddy just squeaking it out against either chosen one from the Bronx, one eighty six to one seventy eight. Roddy goes to eleven and three. That's good for first place of the whole damn league. Got the number one seed. Shouts to Roddy, man. I believe Roddy is in every playoffs, is he not? I think he's the one that made every playoffs. I have to go back and check. But shout out to Rody. I know he's in three, at least three, just like me. So shout out to Rody, man. Rody's a beast in the fantasy shit, man. Kind of becoming a little bit of my nemesis over here. But um, either chose one from the Bronx, drops to six and eight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Some of them are saying this. Me like <laughs> It's a meal. Mama. <laughs> Tied for it, though. But, yeah. Shouts to Ed Toby from the Bronx. Eliminated. Hey, Ma. Can we get some meatloaf? Chaz, I think I'm okay. I, I had a... And uh, we got Kareeming on people's chubs. All right, my boy out in Ohio. I don't even want to say his name right now. Kareem on people chubs like that. My boy, I Cleveland is the city where we come from, so run, run. But, Mac, I'm so glad he did him like that, though. To Dan the man from Delaware, Kareem on his chub, 257 to 179. I got to get some type of victory Kareem Norris Joe going to 8-6. He's going on to the playoffs. Well, Dan the man. Eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! 
That's right. The meatloaf. Yeah, that's right. You join me. Everybody. All right. And we got Dan C. Out in Cali. Putting the bang thing whoop smack. I was so happy he did him like that because that would have made me go to the playoffs. But I didn't do what I was supposed to do. To best stop, bros. C block Corey from Brooklyn. Who's not fucking active and gonna go to the fucking playoffs with some bullshit? So whoever play him in the first round, just an easy fucking win. You should be. You got a fucking first round by motherfucker. Ooh, so lucky. Not anyway. making the playoffs. Active get zero. This, this world don't make no sense. It don't make sense. This is crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, man, well, he, he beasted out in the beginning of the fucking season, man. But of course, you know how it goes and shit. It only is so long. That shit, you can maintain that shit. And I knew it, yo. And I was starting to catch up. And I caught up. We got tired. It was like, yes, I just need one more win. I just need one more. Couldn't get it. The final three weeks, I couldn't get it. Bullshit. Anyway. There you go. Number one C going to Brody. He got the first round by, as well as J-Rock about that life with the second C first round by. We got best uh bros, C Brock Coy from Brooklyn with the third C, which should have been my fucking C pause. Going against Kareem and on people's chubs with the sixth C. Nah, easy victory for you, chill wheel. Easy victory. Wow. Looks like you're going to be facing Chill Will in the fucking first, uh, second round, J-Rock. Look forward to that one. Fourth seed, Jamaican My Shots, LRP, going against fifth seed, Black Freezy. Oh, man, they friends, too. Oh, man, they ain't going to be friends after this. Oh, they ain't going to be friends after this one. <laughs> oh, nobody ain't going to like each other after this one, though. Ah, uh, I said this is good. This is good. I'm gonna sit back and watch this. Back and watch this. Good matchups. Great matchups. That is the championship league. Four standing upcoming matchups. Playoffs. Playoffs. I just need to win one more game. Damn. That hurts, bro. That hurts. Hurts would have been an all four. I feel you, J Rock. I do. All four. Sweet revenge. Sweet, ain't it? It really is sweet. Storylines, bro. You had we had a lot of storylines with that, man. The way you broke that down from last season all the way down to the Beckham and all that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's how it goes, man. And it's good that I have the memory that I have, right? Because somebody remember all that shit. Like, I don't remember me saying that shit, but yeah, I do. I mean, remember everything. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was good shit, man, and and it's great shit in the fantasy leagues, and that's what makes it all fun. And I can't wait to, uh, well, you know, it's not over. We we in the playoffs, but I can't wait to do this again next year. And like I said, get some of these inactive motherfuckers out of here. You know what I'm saying. So I've been watching, and I've been keeping tabs. If you ain't been active this year, you getting the fuck up out of here. Trust me. And whoever wants to join us next year, please email jrock 
I don't care. You email them right now. Email them every day until next year of fantasy. I don't give a fuck. But email that boy and get up in these leagues. Then, oh yeah. And like I always say, I'm just that damn good. Real quick, I'll say if we're still alive. Um, anybody out there need a song? If you're aspiring, don't know what to write, ghostwriter, go to Premium Lyrics, Last World Poet, purchase yourself some lyrics, purchase yourself a verse, purchase yourself a song, purchase yourself a hook. Ghostwriter extraordinaire. No doubt. No doubt. Give us the money. When we take the money. All the money. When we take the money. Is the money? <laughs> no, I do. God damn, I sweat. But what? This, 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 Ew, this I'm about to. I'm about to. You know? the, the heist, bro. I mean, I'm about to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna holler at you out, out after the show and shit. <laughs> <laughs> This is real, <laughs> man. This is real out here. Nah, I'm serious. But you know, hey, look, man. I I'm not the one that type to preach, and I'm not trying to be so preachy because everything happened the way it happened this week, but. I am a true believer, like, if you keep your your faith that everything will work out, it always does. God will never let you down. You're going to go through things, but he's never going to put something that you can't bear. He's never going to put nothing on you that you can't bear. So you keep him trucking, you keep him moving, and everything going to work out. So that's how, that's how I live every day. I don't know about y'all, but. Just my advice. No doubt. Let the church or congregation say, Amen. It's like, God is good. Oh, y'all ain't going to say it back? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, yo, I swear, yo. And, um, yo. and you know how that is, right? Like, you say that? And, uh, like, you'll be in a church, and you'll say that, and an old lady quickly, all the time. Like, you don't, you don't even give a chance. Like, you'll be like, God, good. They'll be like, all the time. Like, they, they don't give you a chance to breathe after that, bro. I'm trying to tell you. You're like, man, God is good. You, all the time. Yo, even if you walk me down the street, I swear to you, man, I swear to you, I'll be like, something happened, it'll be so good. And I'll be like, man. God is good. And somebody I don't even know be coming right out of nowhere. Oh, the time. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Get the shit out of the Straight up, bro. Like, where you come from? Like, 
<laughs> Popping up like Snoop and shit. What is wrong with you? Girl, put your toes on. That's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All right, man. gentlemen, yeah. it looks like we to wind down and get up onto these streets. We are in the recorded session right now, but uh, get some closing statements and get on out of here. How about you guys feel about that? Yeah, that's, that's good. That's cool. All right, we'll start with J-Rock down in the basement of the Carlos. Coming from me, love J-Rock. Get a closing <laughs> statement and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get out of there, bro. Yo, you hear me? Yep. Yep. Yo, man, yeah. great show, man. Appreciate everybody for coming out, spending this time with us, man. Uh, look forward to uh, Thursday's show with uh, LRP. Yep. Thriving Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got, man. I don't really got too much today, man. All these, all these NFL players getting COVID, man. What's going on? got to bring that up. Yes. Topic for tomorrow. I'm out, man. Peace. Blessings. Yeah, we did a little bit of the, we did a little bit of the COVID at the beginning of the show, but it, it you know, I think we all kind of feel that it's uh it, it is what it is. As we all know, most of these players are asymptomatic. Most of them are uh, vaccinated. It, it, it's an interesting situation. I believe the, the owners in the NFLPA did some discussing today about letting fully vaccinated booster booster one taking um, already have had the COVID uh, had COVID one time. If they get this new COVID. Uh, with asymptomatics, they might be able to play type of situation moving into the playoffs, but we'll see. Uh, that that situation, I think, needs to play out. Uh, now, has... Real quick on that, bro. Like, this is my thing. And I, I took this stance uh, seeing how things was going, what, from preseason, I believe? Or was it week one? It was just one of them, right? But I came on the airways. I'm like, this is cool that football is back and all. And that's awesome. That's great. But I'm seeing too many motherfucking faces without masks on out there in the in the in the crowds. And I'm like, so people just think that this shit is over? Oh, you just get vaccinated and you good now? Oh, that's what that that's the that's the shit now, like. We get the vaccine, we good, like we that. can go ahead and breathe all in each other's faces and, and high five with the stinky breath and all that. That's what we're doing. Right? So I, I just, I was flabbergasted from that point. And I knew that it would get to this point. Because this shit ain't over. Why is people acting like this shit over? Where's your goddamn ass? Wash your damn ass. That's, I mean... Simple shit. Simple shit. But y'all want to keep on putting people's lives on line. I don't know why. I don't know why. It won't be I. Oh, no, 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 no. It won't be I. 
uh, rich people putting their people lives on the line for a dollar is pure evil. And I'm sick of watching it. Seriously. Hmm. Look, I think a lot of it is 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 the way America is built, and uh, you pay for that ticket, and you do what you want. Uh, you also pay for the ticket next to the person who's not wearing a mask, and if you choose to sell that ticket or go to that game, uh, you both have the right to either wear one or not one. That's on either one of you, and I think that's the interesting thing that a lot of people are taking um, – not into consideration uh, very much when it comes to all of this. Um, everyone's got the right to do what they want, man. Uh, and I think that's where um, a lot of it comes with um, people realizing maybe how selfish someone can be, uh, people realizing maybe how um, how someone could care very little about anyone else other than themselves in a healthy manner. And we're noticing that now. Um, a lot of people who, you know, don't wear masks, don't clean after themselves, um, they were doing that shit regardless before COVID. They weren't cleaning their hands before. They're probably the ones who were always sick every year. They're probably the ones who have, uh, you know, bad immune systems, can't stay healthy. Every time it gets cold, they got a cold. Every time the summer comes around, they blame it on allergies. Those type of people, those, those, those people are probably the ones not wearing masks now and endangering themselves and other people. And they're not probably not vaccinated as well. And that's the issue, I think, uh, with a lot of these uh, in the stands, I think, is what I think a lot of people have an issue with. Because, like I just said, the percentage is above 95% of staff, coaching, players in the NFL that are vaccinated. Um, I think the problem I shake, I think shakes and myself have is those numbers are not calculated for the people in the crowd. And it is, yes our choice to go to a game or not go to a game, buy a ticket, not buy a ticket, sell a ticket that we already own if you're a season ticket holder. That is our choice. Um, but we think the, the upsetting part for myself and I think maybe for Shakes and a lot of people is um, the selfishness we're seeing on a weekly basis from a lot of the stands. And it's a unmasked place and you're right next to someone. And Look, if you're if you're in a party of 10 to 15, I know there's a bunch of people. I live around in the neighborhood. There is an actual Cardinals uh, group. They 15, 20, 25 people pitch in. They buy tickets together. They sit in the same area. They're all fully vaccinated. They don't wear masks. So, again, it, it, it just it's such a lot to unravel and to take on. Uh, I think the big thing here is even with last year, we're seeing – the, the situation changed. Monday was a single day high for positive tests in the NFL. We didn't see any of that all of last year. And the restrictions and the protocols for teams were a lot stricter. So, uh, um, look, if you have COVID in the NFL, you have a 90-day window after getting COVID for not being tested again does not mean you cannot transmit anymore. does not mean you cannot get it again. If you get COVID in the NFL, 
once you are done with that 10-day, double negative, whatever it may be, you do not have to get tested again for 90 days. You are in the quote-unquote immunity, whatever they want to call it, uh, with having COVID, you have the, you know, antibody, whatever. 37 players aren't going to have to test again. Doesn't mean these 37 players aren't going to get it in a couple weeks, especially if these players like OBJ, like anyone on the Niners, like anyone on those other teams that may be having a playoff spot. This is this is this is going to be crazy. And like I said, the NFLPA and the NFL today had a meeting, 20 minutes on COVID protocols, and they're trying to essentially make people who are vaccinated got their first booster shot after this week. If you get a positive test, instead of the going on COVID list and this and that, you will be able to go and try and get another one. And as soon as you get one negative test, you're able to play and you're able to go. Or at the minimum, as soon as you get a COVID test, as soon as you get a vaccination, as soon as you get that first booster, you are pretty much on an, an immune list and you'll never have to get tested again. And then you can do whatever you want. Those are some of the discussions today from the NFLPA and the NFL. It's like, look, man, either safety first or you want to make the money. And we could tell by the way that these crowds were full on day one, they want to make the money. But 37 in one day, again, I believe 30 of them to 32 of them are asymptomatic and vaccinated. That's a hard. That's a hard thing to for me to to fathom. You got a bunch of asymptomatic vaccinated players probably missing a game. Why? Uh, again, again, they. We know why, but why? You get what I'm saying? It's just. You mean to tell me that Aaron Rodgers or uh, who else just had it? Um, I can't think of a, there's a there's a list I was just looking at it and I deleted it off my there's a list of about 15 to 20 players who got COVID in the last um, week or two uh, who are under that 90 day protocol where they don't have to get tested again. They're, you mean to tell me that they're not getting tested? They're going to come in and be around this new Omicron, which is asymptomatic, so you're not going to show any signs of having it. So you're probably going to have it. You're probably going to go in. You're not going to get tested. You're probably going to spread it around to the people who are getting tested every day. They're going to get tested. Boom. This is probably what's happening if we're not figuring it out by now. This is the asymptomatic part that I think a lot of people were fearing going forward. People, uh, a majority, a vast majority of people getting this are asymptomatic, this Omicron or whatever this new version of COVID is. And that's the scary one because you having it and not knowing you have it is the most scariest thing. And if you're not getting tested all the time, I know for a fact a lot of people in my life don't get tested until they show signs. And if this new Omicron, whatever you want to call it, is pretty much going everywhere without showing signs, you know, I mean, we're in a whole new hell. Uh, people not, not, people are already it's, scared it's enough. Like, you, you, you know, I've never now, seen uh, so many thing. branches of one thing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never yeah, seen it have, yeah. all these damn the variants. Like the flu is like that. The, the problem, the issue I think I have with a lot of this coverage of the COVID vaccine 
is that we're watching we're watching something when it comes to vaccinations and when it comes to the study of a virus that takes decades upon decades of studying and we as a society feel like it should be done now and we don't we we don't have the time to wait for scientists and doctors to do their job correctly and get it right when we can have a bunch of these YouTube doctors and, and TikTok stars who went to college and have MDs in front of them. Now they can make a name on themselves because there is no definitive answer right now. When I, I when I say there's multiple strains of the flu, there's there's what influenza A, B, C. I wish Black Freezy was here; he could tell us all the strains. Because every year when you go and get a flu shot, they ask you which one you want, or they tell you which one is the strong one so far this season, quote unquote, and you get that one. And that's the one. Hopefully, you don't run into another one. And that's kind of what the flu works like. And nobody seems to have a problem with that. Because it's been over decades and, you know, almost a century of us dealing with it. And we've been dealing with COVID for less than three years. And I understand our technology is vastly superior than even 1980 comparatively to 1921. We just got to, like, I have to see society understand that this is going to take time. And this isn't an overnight fix. And trying to snap our fingers and have a magic pill delete this thing isn't going to happen. And sitting back and trying to blame a political party or blame a set of doctors or a country on how or why this thing happened, we all need to figure out how to stop it. And us at each other's throats, and then I'm not talking about anyone on this line, but us at each other's throats on a on a social media level, on a personal level with our family sometimes, and with the way that this is going, this is going to tear us up more as a society with our mental and even the stress it will cause on us more than the COVID itself. The stress of COVID, the stress of having us, isolate yourself from someone or from your entire family for two weeks, that stress, we don't know the long-lasting effects and mental effects that we've been getting into over the last decade or more trying to realize how mentally people are, how we need to fix ourselves mentally. Like, this is just, like, a, a form of punishment in the jail system is to lock someone up away from a population that's already locked up. And their solution to COVID was to treat an entire population of free people like they were in jail and lock them up in isolation. Like that, that I mean, that doesn't... Uh, I, I, that, I agree with that. Uh, I disagree with that. That was people uh, taking that on themselves. Nobody was locked up. You could easily leave your house go for a walk, you can go to open spaces. You didn't have to be locked well, up. Yes, in, after, in the house. after you, after, yeah, I'm talking about it last year, you know, basketball games getting shut down, people screaming. 
shortly after that. Now again, I don't. I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to speak. California, Arizona, you were essentially isolated in your home. Now, yes, could you take take a walk with your dog? Could you possibly go to the grocery store and do something like that? Yeah, but you couldn't linger. You couldn't go out. All grocery stores or all restaurants were closed. Fast food dinings were closed. There was no place to go to to actually do anything outside of your home. And, and, And then, of course, if you were anywhere near close to anyone who had COVID, you couldn't leave your house for two weeks. You weren't allowed to. You couldn't go to work even if your work was letting you go to work. You couldn't do anything outside of your house. And even if you lived with people, you couldn't leave your bedroom. So, again, there was a lot of the lockdown that was very traumatic to a lot of people in a lot of states. And, again, I'm not going to talk about other states. And all I know is California, where I visited and went to while I could, and here, Arizona. And they were vastly different and vastly the same in a lot of aspects. And it was up until... Shots were being given, vaccinations were being given, people were following protocols, numbers weren't going high. Look, when they say wear masks, numbers go down. They say it's okay to take your mask off, numbers go up. They say we need the mask back on, numbers go down. I mean, it's not that hard to understand. We, like, me, everyone on this line gets it. We, understand, we see it. This, the numbers were being displayed for your – broken down into your city. And we could see, look, this, this, this district has a strict mask policy. They've gotten two a day, five a day, six a day. This district don't give a shit about masks. They're going 25, 35, 45 a day. We saw that as a society and still thought we were being bamboozled into wearing masks. Like I, 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 that's the part I'm really, really flabbergasted at. Like we understood the common mathematics, and then for whatever, whatever it was, people wanted to latch on that it didn't help. Like it wasn't helpful. Like, look, man, if we would have done that from the get go, sorry. I'm going to bounce, bro. But uh, peace and love, everybody. Y'all have a good one. I didn't, you know, want to just leave you out there, but uh, I'm, I'm out. You can continue. Well, yeah. I didn't want you to come. I didn't want you to come to me for closing, and then not be there. Uh, Go ahead and close right now, LRP, before you get out of here. Thank you for stopping me from rambling. <laughs> oh, he just he just dropped anyway. He said, "Forget it." And anyways, look, check. Uh, nah, that was closing. Uh, and, and, Open and closing. Yeah, man. Right. I just I have I just have a, a, the same sentiment you have, man. Masks are masks, man. Like, we want to talk shit about them. We want to hate them. But the, the the clear and present evidence is that a mask worn by everyone inside or when you're in a crowded place helps. That's all there is to it, man. We're not telling you to wake up and put a mask on, and then when you go to sleep, put another mask on that allows you to breathe fresh. No. When you're around some strangers you don't kick it with every day, put a damn mask on. When you're about to go run into 40,000 people in a, in a stadium, 
put a damn mask on. Like, like what's the big deal? Like, what what is it going to hurt you to help someone else? But I guess that is the rub. Because a lot of of those people think it's control. You can't control me. You can't tell me what to do. That's what that's what it, that's what it boils down to. People thinking the government has too much control, and why are you in my personal space telling me what to put over my mouth? That's what it comes mm-hmm. down to, man. And it's like it's, it's not even like that. It's it's not even about you. It's about the person next to you. It's about the person that you might go see that you don't even know. It's not about you. You don't want your germs, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It is. You don't want your germs going to somebody else. <clears throat> so it's all about control. And look, I live. Go ahead. And I live in a state that's red, and we're slow. We're slowly turning blue with with some of the things we've been voting for, is with, with marijuana's and legalization of, of, of betting, but. We're predominantly red state, and 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 this is a state that majority of them wear that. Don't control me, this and that. But look, I go to stores. If you're not wearing a mask, and majority of the stores wearing a mask, you look like a leopard. The person without a mask looks like a leopard. Exactly. No, nobody go around them. Nobody be near them. They leave them be. Somebody in the store is cleaning up after they move somewhere. It's like we kind of all. Agreed. Look, you're gonna be the asshole. We gonna leave you the hell alone. We'll clean up after you. But like, we as a society know you're the asshole now. Like, we we as a society can see that 85 to 95 percent of the, or, you know, including your family that's not wearing a mask. 90 percent, 95 percent of people in here are wearing a mask. All of the staff is wearing a mask. You want to not wear one? That's your prerogative. We live in America, but we all know you a piece of shit. Like, again, we are not at that point where we are with influenza, where we have decades upon decades upon decades of research and and, and stuff that we are figuring out that we are still figuring out to this day, but we have a full understanding of the influenza virus. We have a fraction of an understanding of this one comparatively. And I think that's the problem. People want People want the 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 flu like treatment to a virus that we know nothing about. And the flu's been around for over a hundred years now and we've learned over time how to deal with it. So it's gonna take us some time to get through this and get over all this and get on the other side of this. But look, the vaccinations are working, masks work, people like, this is the cleanest I think I've ever seen some of the Circle Ks, which are gas stations where I live. I know people know that, but if you don't know that, then, you know, th- these are some of the cleanest places that are usually dirty that I've seen them ever be. And then people are washing their hands, there's sanitizers everywhere. Look, I don't know how it is in your city, but the flu numbers in my city are down from last year, substantial. Substantial. People are cleaning after themselves. People are cleaning. They're 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 wearing masks in general. They're 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 blowing their nose in their arms. They're sneezing and stuff like that. Just it's just a cleanlier society. And there's just a few bad eggs that don't feel like that's going to help them out. 
And, you know, maybe COVID is the way that we weed them out. But that's neither here nor there. Shakes Montana, sir. Thank you for letting me ramble for 15 minutes about something that I absolutely know nothing about being a non-doctor. But you, sir, are on the, I don't want to say clock, but floor is yours. Oh, um, I'm going to um, make this quick, man, because my phone about to die and everything. But, um, no, it's a great subject. Um, I'm hoping that we talk more about it. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm hoping that we can talk more about it and um, further other episodes. But um, this was a great episode. I'm glad you held it down for Black Freezy. Shout-outs to Black Freezy um, and uh, the whole crew, man. So, um Looking forward to tomorrow, driving Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and that's it, man. Uh, and uh, shout-out to everybody in the fantasy that um, that participated this year. It was a great year, especially for me, 14 and up, just saying. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. J-Rock. Shakes again. This is a, a subject that uh, I'm sure East Out Friday we will definitely get into. Um, I will try to get back into it. It's, it's a it's a deep dive, man. It's a it's a it's a really really hard conversation to have uh, because you're going to step on toes no matter which way you walk, and um, trying to navigate a situation where you're talking about people's freedoms and the way people think in a free-thinking society, um, it's hard for you to take any stance without hurting someone's feelings or pushing someone over the edge and making them upset. Um, So, again, if your right is to not wear a mask, um, that's your right. And we may think of you a certain way, and you may think of us a certain way for wearing one, and that's fine and dandy. But know that you won't be treated as such, or you will be treated as such in public. And that that's just the way it's going to go until we get a stranglehold on this thing and we really beat it. Um, now, look, the NFL has got its own issues to deal with. Um, again, 37 on Monday. I think it was 20-something today. This is, you know, what, 60-something in th- three days of positive COVID tests. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is a year that they were trying to lackadaisical everything. Um, Aaron Rodgers made it a point, and people wanted to, you know, sit here and talk about the fact that he said immunized immunized instead of vaccinated. Um, The point he was trying to make was him being vaccinated and an unvaccinated player the vaccinated player was still going to be exponentially putting the team at risk than unvaccinated players. Know why he said that? Because right now in three days we have 67, 60-something positive tests from vaccinated players because vaccinated players are allowed to walk into a building, talk to players, talk to coaches, get a test, talk to more players talk to more coaches, meet more people, then, oh, wait, I've been in this, I've been in here, this facility for almost an hour to two hours now, and my test just came back positive. 
what does that mean? That means I just talked to every fucking person. I was within I, I was within talking distance of at least 20 people, half of them coaches, half of them players, while walking around and spitting COVID everywhere. Granted, I'm supposed to wear a mask, but this, you know, whatever. We see it. It's unfolding in, in front of our eyes. Vaccinated players are able to walk into facilities and talk to people and mingle and wait for a test result while the few that are unvaccinated are probably the safest people because they're held far away, they're kept away, they're, they can't be near anyone, they can't do this, they can't do that. And they're the ones not, not getting COVID and not passing it to anyone while all the vaccinated players are doing that. And then we could talk about the NFLPA and the NFL and their, you know, uh, rules and regulations for COVID um, on Friday because um, I will look more into that, especially with the meeting today. But look, this is um, this is a topic that that's going to push a lot of people's buttons. Like I said before, it's going to make a lot of people upset, no matter how you stand. I will leave you at this. We are in week 15. There's three weeks left. If you think that NFL is going to cancel any games, you are sorely and sadly mistaken. They will run out the replacements and Keanu Never Reeves they cancel the game. Sorry, go ahead. I said it will never happen. They will never it cancel the game. It won't. Not this year, anyway. It's too, it's, it's too late in the season for them to cancel games. Now, you got 13 teams playing for a playoff spot. You mean to tell me two mm-hmm. teams are going to have to forfeit a game? No. Mm-hmm. I tell you, you right you now, suit up the water boy. Bet, 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 bet right now. Bet we wake up tomorrow morning, and Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Tyron Matthew all test positive. You know damn well that game ain't getting canceled. Let's say it's mm-hmm. thirteen players on both teams, starters included. Herbert's gone. Uh, Mahomes is gone. Keenan Allen's gone. You think to tell me that the NFL is going to cancel a game? No. I know you might think, oh, look, there's all the stars are gone. Nah, buddy. You better run out, you know, I don't know who the backups are, but you're at Jordan Te'amu. Somebody, somebody better suit up and get the hell out there because this is going to, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Now, if we talking Jets and Texans, week 16, yeah, you might have, you might have, you might have something there. <laughs> they might let those guys get some rest, <laughs> but you're not gonna, there's too many teams. It's too late in the season. I can't. I can't. I can't. And especially, and it's gonna suck because it's gonna be one team. It ain't gonna be both teams. It's gonna be one, and it's probably gonna be one in the playoffs. And you hope it's not yours, and you hope it's not anyone else's, because that's not the way you want to win a football game. Even though you're a fan, you don't care how you win. You know. Look. Nobody's going to feel good if you go in to SoFi Stadium and Stafford's on the bench and Beckham's on the bench and Donald's on the bench and Ramsey's on the bench. You beat that team, nobody's going to be like, oh, they beat the Rams. They're going to be like, all right, bro, because you're getting smacked by whoever you played next week because you just got false bravado from beating second stringers in, in a wild card match. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a wild one. 
It's going to be a wild ending of the season. And this ain't no season that where you can sit here and say dominant teams been dominant. Now, there's only three teams in all the NFL that have double-digit wins, which is something that hasn't happened in a long time. None in the AFC, which hasn't happened in, like, almost, what, 20-some years or something like that, almost 25, 30 years. This late in the season, no double-digit AFC team winning. You know, it just there is so much parity, one in the AFC, two at the bottom of the NFC, that somebody's going to catch this thing, which the Raiders probably already did, luckily, not luckily, but for them they've been, you know, through the dog water. But if they were still a viable playoff team right now, this, not the Raiders, I'm sorry, the Browns, they are, I would say, dead in the water, even though they got the victory against the Ravens. They're not really – they're on the outside looking in. They just got killed. Head coach, quarterback, wide receiver, offensive line, I think a couple defensive players. Like, they are done. Like, if those guys can't go, there's no way you're telling me that team's going to win a game. So, like, not against who they're playing. They're playing the Raiders. Now, the Raiders aren't the best, but – yeah, I'll take Derek Carr and them boys to be the depleted Cleveland team any day of the week. So, this is going to take this is going to take the ending of the season for anyone in the NFL front office to finally start making some changes in whatever they're doing. And it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a, a, look, man. I'm already fearing it as a Packers fan. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to get tested until the day the day or the week before Super Bowl Sunday. There's a couple other players on the team that are in his boat that won't have to get tested until after Super Bowl Sunday. But the rest of them are still getting tested. I think Devontae's in that group as well with the, 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 the he's in the immunity, whatever. But you imagine and two offensive linemen and already depleted offensive line. AJ Dillon going down. Alan Lazard going out. Fucking uh, 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 big dog Mercedes Lewis going out. And I, Alexander comes back. Oh wait, he's gone from COVID. You know, uh, Preston Smith gone from COVID. The, the rookie Stokes gone from COVID. Could you imagine, like you know, on any of those playoff teams? Now switch those names to those star players on Tampa Bay. Switch those names to the star players on Arizona, which is happening already in their injury pool. Now add COVID on top of their. Injury. That would that would be very tragic if that happened. I mean, you know what? If if somebody gets COVID, a star player gets COVID a week before the freaking Super Bowl, now I think they will push it back because a lot of people won't won't watch because hey, oh, such and such ain't playing. Oh, well, I ain't gonna watch that Super Bowl. They will lose so much money, man. I think they will push that back. I think that I think that's why they're trying to change the rules now. That's why they're trying to change the rules. Well, if you're vaccinated, you can still practice with the team. Mm-hmm. So they're trying. They're trying. They try. They're slowly trying to switch it up now. Look, the, the Tennessee gets Derrick Henry back. They go on a run. Arizona gets healthy. They go on a run. They go to NFC and AFC championships respectively, and they win. And then the following Tuesday, Tannehill, Kevin Bird, whoever else is a star on the Titans, they go down. Oh yeah, we having the Super Bowl February twenty sixth. 
February 15th. might even be March 1st. Like, they're not going to let Arizona, one, run roughshod over second stringers in one of the most embarrassing displays of NFL football I think we'll ever see. If we're talking about a team depleted, like, five, six, seven players. Like, exactly. They won't let that happen. They ain't going to let that happen. Arizona's, Arizona's, Tennessee's been to what, one? Arizona's been to one, both losing them. These two teams trying to win their first Super Bowl. And it runs rough shot. Now, that's, God forbid, it goes through both teams. And we're looking at 14 total through both teams, starters and everything. Man, this is, there's no way they're, they're going to say, let's, let's, let's do this. Let, let's go. Um, let, 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 let's just play with whoever the backup is in, in Tennessee against the backup in Arizona. Wow, Cliff Kingsbury's out, and they've got to use somebody else. And and, 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 and whoever the t- – and, and Vrabel is out because he got it too. Like, no, 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 no. So you're right, man. They're they doing this um, rule change now. Um, we're going to see – 95% who got vaccinated go get the booster shot. They'll be able to live their life, and nobody's getting tested anymore. Because, mm-hmm. like, um, do, do, you, do you go into work, J-Rup? Yeah, every day. And I do actually you have to deal with every people every day. I, no. Do you get tested every week? Nope. Do you get tested every month? So, and, and and I deal with people on a daily basis too. I am the same answers as you to all of those questions, and I assume that the majority of our listeners are workers as well. Why are we doing this to the NFL players? Why are they constantly That's a good getting question, tested? Man. That was a good question. Because we. What are they doing that a normal person at Jack in a Box or because they see the same people every day, same coaches, same media people that are allowed there, allowed to see because the rest, I believe, are on Zoom calls, the same family. And I know when we talk about, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you're going to see people from outside your, outside that you don't see on a regular basis. But on a, we're talking September, October, you know, the beginning of November, after the holiday season in January and February. Why? Like, you're, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think more it's tests. more of, I think it's more of because, they go home every day, and they're they're dealing with people who who might not be vaccinated, and they might bring those 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 germs along with them when they go back to work, when they go back to the stadium. So I'm th- I'm believing that's why. Because why why is a a team that says, oh, we're 100 percent vaccinated, staff, coaches, executives, players, everybody's vaccinated, we're 100 percent. Why are those teams being tested every day? 
if everybody's 100% vaccinated. Because now you're dealing with now you're dealing with those those same staff members, players, coaches, everybody going back home and dealing with people who might not be vaccinated. Hmm. And 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 if you're if you're a multi-billion-dollar industry, I understand the, the 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 wanting to protect the business and the brand. I just I don't want to bring this too far into the realm of stepping on toes. I don't think I've heard of any of these. I don't think I've heard of these players going to the hospital. I don't think I've heard of any of these players ventilators. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard of any of these players saying that, you know, if... <sighs> these are the most, you know, taking care of your body, healthiest people on the planet. I mean, I know we talk about the creme de la creme of, you know, LeBron James and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and, and uh, Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson and how much they spend millions of dollars on their bodies every year. And I have to assume that that trickles down and maybe somebody's not spending a million dollars, but you're spending twenty five to $30,000 a year on making your body better and healthier to play a sport that continually beats you up, man. These guys are healthy, man. Let's stop treating these men like they are all immune compromised and, and, and treating them as if they all have, you know, incommunicable diseases. And Look, man, these are some of the most healthiest people on God's green earth. Let's let them play the game. Let's stop testing them every two minutes, get them vaccinated, get them boosters and let them go with their their lives daily. And look, man, if I understand that, everybody's doing that, though. Everybody's going around at home and going to different people. They may see different people from the janitors that work at Jack in the Box to mm-hmm. GM of the Giants and the Packers and the Cardinals. We're all seeing people outside of work that aren't, vaccinated that are probably maybe carrying the virus on the clothes or whatever. And we're all putting ourselves in those positions. It feels as if the league is doing stuff that nobody else is doing. I just don't, you know, NBA as well. And we're already seeing postponements of the first NBA game. Uh, Bulls postponed their game. They have another postponement as well as seven, eight, eight, seven and eight, the seventh and eighth postponement yesterday of hockey games. Now we're talking wow. 82 and I don't know the, the extent, I, again, I don't know hockey's uh, number of games, but we're talking what 82 basketball games. You can go without 20 of those. And I think we would be fine as a society on crowning an NBA champion. You cannot miss more than two games in an NFL season. And just and just you know think you're gonna, I mean, you're I gonna be happy. I don't, I don't see. I don't see why for the playoffs why the NFL couldn't do what the NBA did last year and just quarantine all their players. 
until it's over. Why can't they do that? They 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 have the finances to do it. They can mm-hmm. go out, you know, these teams can go out and quarantine off a couple of floors of a of a hotel or, or basically buy the hotel out until the playoffs are over. Or until that team's mm-hmm. playoffs are over. They can do that. I mean, I think the only way to make sure your players don't contract the virus is to quarantine them. That's mm-hmm. the only way you can do it. I mean, because if, if you do it any other way, you, there's a fifty-fifty chance that they might they might catch the virus, even though they're, if if they're not you know getting sick or or have any symptoms, they're still going to catch and you, and you can't play them. I think they should think Look, about this that. Is- this is this is what the NFL is going to do, and I feel it coming. If you're vaccinated and you've had the virus and you get the booster, we're not testing you until March 1st, 2022. We're not testing you until the new league year. I have a feeling mm-hmm. that the NFL and the NFLPA is going to make it to where if you fulfill their obligation of full vaccination – and a booster shot, and if you have the hmm. kicker of already have had had it in the last ninety days, that's just the kicker, because the ninety day thing's already in there. You already don't have to be tested for ninety days if you've had it. So if you've already had it as well as the double vax shots and the booster shot, they're going to start saying you don't have to be tested until the league new year. You don't have to be tested until you know you come back from whatever to start training camp and OTAs because your season is going to end week 18 if you're a non-playoff team. So this is going to be a non-issue. I think we just spent 20, 30 minutes talking about it because the NFL is going to say, fuck this. We're not going to give the opportunity for anybody to come up positive and fuck ourselves over by these dumb rules that we have created. No one, Mm -hmm. (laughs) government hasn't come down and said this. You know, states aren't saying this in multiple, you know, around the league. This is an NFL-mandated rule. They're just going to take this shit out. You know what? Hey, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, fine. Of course. You get double vax, you get the booster shot, you're done. You don't have to get tested. Because, look, it's apparently the, the double vax, and then you wait the 90 days to get the booster. I believe that's how it works. I'm not 100% sure. Or there's a certain amount of time for it, then you get the booster shot. Look, I think there's going to be, like, if you get that booster, it's going to be the same as if you just got COVID. Here's your 90 days. Boom. From that booster shot, you have 90 days before your next test. And then we're going to see 98% booster shots across the league by week 16, week 17. And then nobody is going to have to test following week 17. And then playoffs will be a go. And then we'll have to deal with, the symptomatic people, and that's where the issues will come in because there's going to be asymptomatic people running around who may have the virus, and then there's going to be the not there's going to be the symptomatic people who are going to have to be honest and you know say you got it because that's what's going to take. Because again, we know some of these symptoms aren't as easy to spot as a flu. There are symptoms from this, mm-hmm. this that you can't tell. You can't tell someone can't smell. 
You can't tell someone can't taste. You can't tell someone is having hot flashes or whatever else they can get on this shit. So, you know, star running back wakes up and he can't smell and he can't taste. Like, it's going to suck, but he's going to have to say it because they go out and he plays a game and they win and he ends up giving it to the offensive tackle, star, but he's symptomatic. Done for. And that's what it's going to be. That's where I think that's where it's going to come down to policing yourself and seeing how honest these players are. Because at that point, so what what, if, what other sports association is doing this? Like, or organizations are doing this? Does the NBA do that? Do they test their players every day? Is the NHL doing that? Is wrestling doing that? Are all these other sports entities doing that? So the NBA COVID protocol is they're exploring multiple options and restrictions outside and restricting outside access for teams and visiting markets isn't out of the question. Um, Let's see here. The new likely protocols will include players being tested daily, which means that they're not tested daily now, except for their days off. Mm. Currently, players are tested weekly. So, NBA, but look, they're doing the same thing the NFL is doing. Oh, no, NFL, you're getting tested every day you walk into a facility. In the NBA, they're saying we're going to test you every Sunday. It it sounds expensive, doesn't it? 53 players plus whatever players on the practice squad plus coaches plus staff because everybody in the building is getting tested. It it just sounds expensive to to go out and test people, over 100 people or more, every day for each organization. It just sounds very expensive, huh? And time comes uh, the NFL. Uh, Pro Football Talk reported Monday that bioreference laboratories will be charging a flat fee covering up to 120 tests per day with extra tests available at $125 each. The team will pay one thirty-second of the total fee, and they will individually pay for any extra tests that they require. To spend about $75 million on these tests. Let me see if I can get some better, better numbers here. $75 million. Here we go. Ooh. So, amid growing concerns from players about the safety risks of playing during the coronavirus, NFL agreed to test personnel daily for the first two weeks of training camp. Given there are 32 – okay, okay. Take these numbers, all right? This is two weeks of training camp. Given there are mm-hmm. 32 teams, each will have 100-plus people. So you're going to have to knock that down. Tested, COVID will tie up a lot of resources. Looking at 
Okay, 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 okay. Yes. According to the Sports Business Daily's Ben Ben Fisher, uh, the NFL expects to spend around $75 million on COVID tests for players, coaches, and personnel this season. They are – there are 256 regular season games, as we know, 13 playoff games uh, on the 2020 schedule, making testing crucial. They are going to receive – each team will receive 120 tests per day. And then they pay $125 wow. per each. And, and so we can uh, – Divided by 32, each team is paying 2.3 million dollars this year for COVID. For the, year. for the year, that's crazy. That's crazy. And I bet they don't pay that. They kick that right back to the NFL. Again, this is, this is a business, and this and the NFL is a multi-billion. Let me say that again, a multi-billion dollar company every year. So they, they can swing that. Hmm. That's wild. But uh, we are about to, we are just getting out of the recorded session and off of this. So, man, I will talk to you tomorrow, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Have a good night. Cheers. Everybody else, y'all too.